I guess you better be ready. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast and to our 250th episode. Yay! Yay! On this podcast, we discuss movies that each of us love, but nobody else does. My name is Elaine. I guess she's doing it as a robot to turn it. Oh man. John? I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We what? normally take turns selecting movies that are unappreciated, but this is our two hundred and fiftieth episode, so we so all fuck those rules. We picked whatever movie we want and we all agreed on Terminator two, Judgment Day. Yep. From nineteen ninety one. Is that the trash sword? No, this is G.I. Joe. This is Snake Eyes Sword from G.I. Joe in the form of a letter opener. Is that cool or lame? Well, lame. I, I heard the movie was terrible, but mm. I don't know. I thought Snake Eyes just had a katana that looks like some kind of... It looks very anyway, fancy. Hybrid. So this movie kind of cool. uh, has a 75 Metacritic score. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's, it's up there. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes. It's like 98. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, damn it. Hold on. I had it open, and now it's like, let me refresh that for you. Like, I don't want you to do that. You fucking cocksucker. Mm. I'm sorry. Hold on a minute. They do not have... It's like 93 and 98. I was going to say. How is it, in all of Etsy, they do not have a miniature blade sword in the form of a letter opener that I can buy Tony for his birthday? I call bullshit. <laughs> All of Etsy right. people. Why are you licking me? Because <laughs> you taste like chicken. All right, yeah, so the tomato like is 93% with an audience score of 95. Wow. Mm-hmm. A critics gave it 93? Yeah. Wow. Certified fresh, baby. That's Certified cool. fresh. The Metacritic's like 70. The Metacritic already gave it. Uh, it was 75, which is kind of low, I'm thinking. But, all right, well, for Metacritic, though. Yeah, for Metacritic. They're, they're harsh. The budget for this was $102 million. Wow. Uh-huh. And this worldwide gross was $520 million. Huh. One might say it made a couple checks. Maybe. I don't know. Your math is hard. Hard to overcome. And that's not DVD sales. And, no, that's not including VHS. This is, this is just... Pay-per-view and yeah, this, this Blu-ray. Is, this is just in the theaters yeah. for worldwide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you start adding up all of these other little things like probably made tons. the six different versions of the DVD oh, and the yeah. little Terminator 2 bobbleheads and yeah. merchandise. You know where the real money from the movie comes from. <laughs> Terminator 2, the flamethrower. Terminator 2, the toilet paper. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, like I said, this was a summer release. It was July. Did you see it in the theater? I did. You did? I did. And here's a funny story of how that happened. My sister sent me to her boyfriend's house for some reason, I don't remember, but his dog bit me. Okay. So, and when by the time that I got there, he had already left, and we had gone different ways. So he was at my house. So then he gets a phone call, hey, some, your dog just bit a kid at your house. So he was on his way home, and I walked right into him, and I was like, your dog just fucking bit me. He was it bad, bad, or was it just... No, it was just okay. a little bite, and okay. I was like, oh shit, and ran away, and I was fine. And we felt bad about it, it's like, I'm going to take you out to the movies, it was Terminator 2. Nice. That just come out. So oh, it's worth a dog bite. Two. Yeah, I'll take a shot. I'll take a dog bite and go see Terminator. I saw I it. I would not. I saw it on, it was one of the, it was the first movie I ever saw on pay-per-view. Remember pay-per-view? I do. Pay-per-view movies were the shit. Yeah. They still have that, by the way. Do they? Like, yeah. Well, I know they do for you, like when fights. When you, well, no, because when you go on to like IMDB or whatever, or like. Amazon Prime and rent it. And that's pay pay-per-view. for it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know if the <laughs> pay actual pay-per-view. For, like, for this, for what Tony's saying, it wasn't on demand, yeah, though. Yeah. You had to wait. Like, oh, at 8 o'clock, it's yeah. coming on. Yeah. 
So you didn't watch it till later. No, I didn't. I the first it. three pay-per-view channels were movies and sports. After that, you got into porn. No. Because that's where the real money is. I watched it. It was like pay-per-view one through my five. My sister had a good mm-hmm. friend down the road, and they were they were going to watch it that one night. I was like, I'll go fucking watch it with you guys. Well, because they say if you want your business to succeed, if it's entertainment, it needs to get into porn. Because that's why VHS beat um, Beta, Betamax. Because mm-hmm. VHS got into porn. Mm-hmm. That's most, why it, most technology does. And that's why the <laughs> Oculus is going to be... I don't know if there is yet. I'm willing to bet. I haven't looked, but I'm willing to bet that Oculus or PlayStation, whichever one, gets into porn first, oh, yeah. is going to win. If there isn't some already. To I'm get, sure there is. To get back on this movie, you want to hear oh, yeah. my favorite piece of trivia? Oh, sure. yeah, sure. Mine was, mm. That until the Bourne Ultimatum in 2007 and Mad Max Fury Rose in 2015, this was the only sequel to win an Academy Award when the previous installment received no such nomination. Hmm. Ergo, it's the only such film of the 20th century. All right. I would imagine Aliens well, now, would have won an Academy Award for something. Like at least sound or costume design or something. Well, but maybe the original Alien was nominated. The first Terminator oh, wasn't nominated for no. anything. Yeah, no. Well, now we got, I, let me go to Alien. Well, let me ask you guys now. Do you count Terminator 3 and Salvation as, as canon, or do you go with the new fangled, no, fuck that shit, we go 1-2, the new one? Alien one. Elaine completely ignored my question. <laughs> I've never seen them, so I have no opinion. Okay, and Elaine can go ahead and fuck herself. Uh, the first movie won an Oscar. Terminator one? one no, Oscar. Alien. Oh, oh, I was saying, I was saying, what? I'm sorry, what? what was your question? Oh, I'm not repeating it. You got to look at it. What would consider T3 and Salvation What's your timeline on Terminator? Oh, yeah. I can, they're all canon to me. They're, well, they can't all be canon to you because it's a reboot. Like, they start over. The reboot. Well, that's the fun about that's the fun about time travel movies is that the as each movie messes with the timeline, all right, they so this, all become canon. This movie's directed by James Cameron. Heard of him? We're yeah. not gonna go through his <laughs> entire thing. We're gonna go with some of his hits, like uh, the Abyss, Avatar, Titanic, Aliens. Those, you know. Welcome I, back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, he also directed this little thing called True Lies. Hmm. Which can you do that one? Um, no. (laughs) It's very similar to this, where it made a whole bunch of money, people loved it. Hmm. But, uh, let's see. Where am I now? The writers on this, believe it or not, James Mm -hmm. Cameron. Yeah. What? And William Wisher. William William Wisher. William Wisher also wrote The Terminator. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wrote the screenplay for uh, 13th Warrior, Welcome Back to the Podcast. Mm, Interesting. And Judge Dredd. The original with uh, Stallone. Swor- what's Stallone? Yeah, Swor- we haven't done it. I am the law. I am the law. I'm not doing it because that movie's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. No. Um, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the podcast. Mm-hmm. From the snakes facing each other. Like these. Like these. From our Conan retrospective yeah. last Expendables. year. Uh, he was also in... Predator. Jingle All the Way. Mm-hmm. And, Predator, yeah. and Junior. We didn't do Jingle All the Way. Oh, I'm just thinking of. Uh, I'm just thinking of crappy did. movies that he was in. Oh. Like Jingle All the Way, Commando, <laughs> Kindergarten Cop is one of my favorite. I, like I was going to say, are you saying <laughs> that's no, a terrible movie? I'm because it's so good. In my so, Arnold viewing history, for it's one of my year, favorites. I watched um, the the what the hell? Perhaps I'll pick it. End of Days. Because <laughs> it's a New Year's movie. Yeah, how'd that out? How about? It's terrible. Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, yeah, where the devil the comes. Coming. And, yeah. yeah, I watched it a couple of times, but I don't Robin remember it. Robin Tully, or Tully, the girl from The Craft. Oh, from uh, Constantine? Yeah. 
Oh no, that's no, Rachel Vice. Yeah. No, it's Rachel something or other. It's the good girl. Yeah, good I know talking about. She's in it, and I, she's just not a good actress in mm. it. I don't know if she was having a bad day. Cause she's fine in the crap. Like, yeah. You buy her, but in this, she just was very unbelievable. I don't think she was cast hmm. very well. But anyway, back to Terminator Two. That reminds me. Speaking of horror movies, next week mm. on the podcast, Scream. Oh, the out. new one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have to make oh yeah, Amanda was recently watching all of them to gear up for it. Yeah, but we that's a to, choice. We may have to uh, check that out. Make some plants. All right, okay. so this is also starring Linda and her sister, mm-hmm. Linda Hamilton, and her twin sister is also in this. Anytime oh, yeah. you see her, well, obviously when there's two Sarah Connors, one of them's her, and one of them's supposed to be a mirror, and it's not a mirror; it's her sister sitting there. Well, they're working on Schwarzenegger's head. Huh. And Schwarzenegger is sitting there with Linda Hamilton, and the sister is on the other side with a mannequin, pulling, playing with the brain. Mm. They're like, look, we're paying you, so yeah. <laughs> you're going to be in whatever scenes we think. Yeah, well, so. if that was a real mirror, then you'd see the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So it's a fake mirror for the... And you wouldn't know it until you find that. That was in one of those things. Um, but, yeah, she's also been in Dante's Peak... And a bunch of Terminator movies. Dante's Peak is great. Beauty and the Beast TV show. She was also in, oh, yeah. in this uh, movie called Mr. Destiny with Jim Belushi that I really like. That hmm. is terrible. <laughs> it's a play on the whole, hey, if your life had I gone different. I don't know heard that. And he has a glimpse. It's like Family Man. It's yeah. terrible. But it does, Let me say it louder. No. It's no. not good. Michael you want to know why? gives him a drink called the Spilled Milk. Jim Belushi is a terrible over. actor. There I've said it. <gasps> wow. I'm so doing that movie now. Okay. Fact, She's gonna nail it. <laughs> For no, Tony's birthday? birthday <laughs> sure. Because it's scary good. It's scary it's good. Scary <laughs> shitty. Oh. Um, Edward Furlong, well, I only remember from this and <laughs> Pet Cemetery 2. And The Crow. Oh, yeah, and he was in that shitty Crow movie. I think, I it was think the that third was the third one. one. Oh, man, that was bad. I had such a crush on Edward Furlong. He put Furlong. the crow makeup on he with was the Sharpie. So cute. Yeah. When I saw this movie and I was like, oh, my God, he's so dreamy. He was a teen heartthrob. And then, he got and then she moved on to weird. Zach. And then uh, you grew Ethan up Hunt. and realized that he was very whiny in this movie. <laughs> he was 10. Um, was Robert first. Patrick. But Zach Efron is really hot. <laughs> Robert Patrick, as we all know and love, welcome back to the podcast from the faculty. No. Uh, he was also in Safe House. John watched New Year's Eve just to get more Zach Efron. He was oh, in, yeah. uh, he I was did. in um, <laughs> uh, Fire in the Sky, wasn't he? Robert Patrick? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So two, this is his third. Yeah. Soon he's gonna get that jacket. He might get that jacket if we do X Files and True Blood. I guess I don't know what else he's. Been. <laughs> um. Well. Uh, Joe Morton is in this. He plays Miles Dyson. Yeah. Who we all love from the uh, Justice League. Epic Justice League, where I like in the re- in the remake or the Snyder cut, he's got a much bigger part. Oh than yeah, him. he's a lot cooler in that. Yeah. A lot more. To but me. he was also in Speed. Was he? Yeah. He played the. He was the SWAT. Sergeant. Right? Okay. This is not gonna shock too many of you, but I've never seen Speed. <laughs> yeah, we know. Wow. And the last person I'm gonna mention in this is uh Danny, uh, Coxie, Cooksie, who was in Different Strokes. He was the little redheaded kid that came in, and when Arnold was getting oh. older, mm. he was the kid who killed Different Strokes. That's a very special episode. He was the kid from Salute Your Shorts. He was. But Butt kiss. But I, I recognize him from ruining different strokes. He didn't... Never mind. Hmm. Well, yeah, and Jeanette I mean, the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. And Jeanette Goldstein was a lethal weapon. Yeah. And aliens. Yeah, I mean, aliens. Welcome back. 
She was great in that. She was. Vasquez. You ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? Oh. That's a great movie. Hey, we should do that. <laughs> Wait a minute. We've already done it. All right. So I have some reviews. Now, if you can imagine this. This is kind of hard to find a one-star yeah. review. It's like one star. It's okay. like 17 again. <laughs> no. It's not. So here's one. And it was called, Loved It As A Kid, Hate It Now, Here's Why. Okay. I was roughly 10 years old when I saw this film in, a, in theaters. And I thought, wow, this movie's great. And now I've reached maturity, and I have a different opinion. The acting is terrible. Oh, my God. Wow. Dang. <laughs> I'd rather watch Terminator 3 for oh. plot. <laughs> wow. James Cameron was really off of his game for this. Thank God he was able to rebound later in his career. Okay. Holy shit. I picked this because someone wanted to watch Terminator 3 instead of this. Wow. Terminator 3 is terrible. Now, I had the opposite problem. I like Terminator 3. Do you? I don't think it's... You like I talk mean, to the hand? I don't like it better than this. You like when he grabs his sunglasses and they have fucking stars on them? Yeah. Okay. I don't like it better than this, but okay. I do and find it enjoyable. Right. It's like a good hanger You're allowed for to movie, like stuff. I, I like stuff all the time. Yeah. Anyway. The Terminatrix. The Terminatrix. That was a 1 out of 10. Now, um, so uh, the other problem I had was going through all of the 10 out of 10s. Yes. <laughs> this is the best movie ever. A lot of them all said the same thing. This movie was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and they gave various reasons. And they're all very long. Did anyone commission a sword? <laughs> <laughs> no. Bummer. But this one is, is listed as, words cannot describe the greatness of this movie. Wow. But he's going to try. Terminator. <laughs> a Terminator was sent from the future to kill Sarah Connor. Thanks. A different Spoiler. Terminator was sent to protect John Connor. You can't get plot twists like that. And I remember going, you know what? I don't remember if they let that out. I don't think they let it out I don't before think the movie do. had come out. So I guess I can see why it would be such a big thing. But anyway. Um, anyway, uh, years from now, it's been more than 10 years since I've originally seen this movie, and it still amazes me on how wonderful it is. Sure, the CGI in some scenes doesn't hold up, but come on, it was the early 90s. Uh, for its time, the time when a T-1000 walks through iron bars is amazing. That was pretty cool. Uh, this is the greatest Terminator movie of all of them. I'm like, okay, well, some of them really aren't big yeah, competition. I mean, it's not, not that hard. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I have just finished watching this, and I'm about to watch it again. 10 out of 10. <laughs> so, what mix it, a little Thor Ragnarok in there once in a while, break yeah, right? it up. <laughs> well, this is before that movie came out. Oh, that's true. Because this was uh, uh, 2001. Oh, okay. He's forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you think going in, Elaine? I thought this movie's good. <laughs> Riveting, Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. I forgot to do that last time. <laughs> I've seen this many times since I think meeting a Tony. Too. And I think it may be one of my favorites of his favorite movies that he watches over and over again. Because there's some that I avoid. <laughs> you don't like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Not so much. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you don't like when they... It's a shame. <laughs> you don't like when they murder the Manson family? Like, that is probably the one... Well, when we get to that. I don't think I'm really <laughs> mostly there for that part. <laughs> she usually leaves by that. Like, this, that's just under when the bear Jew murders Hitler. Yeah. So, I actually like that one too. Kill him! That's Kill him all! That's another one of Tony's favorites that I enjoy. Glorious Bastards? Yes. That's yeah, a great movie. But, anyways, so let's watch it again. 
Tony. Uh, let's see. I was like, I don't know if I like this movie. Just kidding. I love this movie. <laughs> hey, spoilers! You don't like this movie. We'll see if it holds up. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and go with the highest of yays for Tony. <laughs> mm, yeah, well. We'll see. If, if he doesn't yay this movie. I mean, acting, mm, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how fuck? it goes. <laughs> the acting was horrible, according to that one dude. Arnold doesn't even act like he's a real robot. I know. So one thing Elaine figured out while we were watching is she looked at the trivia and he got paid, was it $75,000 a word or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, I think, oh, they, gave, I think they gave him a jet. They did. Let yeah. me pull it up. It's so fucking funny. Um, vamp, 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 vamp. All right, so vampity, vamp, vamp, another vamp. tidbit is Schwarzenegger wanted to be Kyle Reese in the first one. Yeah. But James Cameron talked him into being the Terminator. They also were going to have O.J. O.J. Simpson, yeah. Uh, and, they, and they didn't because they didn't think anybody would believe he was a killer. Yeah. Boy, have times have changed. Uh, the first thing, Arnold Schwarzenegger was given a slightly used Gulfstream 3 airplane worth about $14 million dollars by producer Mario Kasser for accepting the role in this film. That's the first thing. Just for accepting. And does the price drop dramatically on a used I plane? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't this know. is just a brand new plane. It's $3 million. This one's used. It's like two and a half. I don't know what the gray market is on planes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not really into that game. Once you fly man. it off the airport, I mean, it loses value. Yeah. <laughs> 50% right there. There's a lot of... Oh, I'm so sure. Oh, I have a whole book of it. Arnold Schwarzenegger's U.S. Uh, salary was $15 million. And he had a total of 700 words of dialogue. He was paid... Uh, $21,429 per word, and Hasta La Vista Baby cost $85,716. Wow. It's a good and deal. twice. Yeah. <laughs> if it was me, I'd just keep saying that shit. <laughs> so, there's a lot of really good trivia with this, folks. If you get the chance and you have a whole lot, a whole lot of time, there's a lot of YouTube videos dedicated, dedicated. to it. And Maybe just... you have explosive diarrhea and you made your way through all of the Cobra... Uh, trivia because you've been there so many days in a row. <laughs> yeah, sure. And Crocodile Dundee too just isn't hey. quite getting you there. Alright, so this movie, let's just get to it because it's a long one. And so we're doing the extreme DVD version. Extended of, cut. It's, it's an extended cut. This is like a little over two hours. It's 152 minutes. The theatrical mm-hmm. version, I didn't have. Yeah. And I know what scenes are supposed to be there because when this movie came out in 91, I saw it in the theater and then we came out on VHS in 92 and we got it. Yeah. And I probably watched it that summer every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I've seen this movie times. a lot. Why don't you just say we're doing the extended cut because they don't need, because Carly and Tony watched that version and I wa- we watched that version so why do we even need to discuss it? Just say we're doing the extended because cut. Because some of our friends out there may be, you know, huge Terminator 2 friends, fans as well and go, wait a minute, that scene's huge not in the movie. Terminator 2 friends. It was yes. like when they I know over. Terminators personally? Yes. Wow. It was like when I came over that one wow. time and you were watching Lethal Weapon and I was like, oh man, I love this fucking movie and we're going watching, watching and I was like, what the fuck scene is this? <laughs> it had an extended cut I didn't even know fucking existed. Yeah, I was like, why is Riggs charging a school shooter? What the fuck? Where Riggs goes to a high school yeah. shooter. It's like a school shooter and Riggs just like, walks on the fucking... Holy just, shit. And he murks a dude right there and then yeah. goes and kills somebody else. It was, that was right before the scene at the um, the tree lot. Yep. That we know. It's like, wow, wait a minute. So he just killed some kid yeah. and then went to the tree lot? Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, guys, I got shit to do. I'll LA, see you later. LAPD's got... Yeah, it's not a big deal. <laughs> But yes, but Tony was like, I was like wait, wait a minute. What? You know how many times I've seen this movie and I didn't know There's was an extended cut? Holy shit. Yeah. I actually stopped and said shit. And then he knew he had to watch his ass. <laughs> you came free with your 
when you bought a GoBot. Yeah. And then he was wondering, do they still have a scene with GoBots? (laughs) All right. So this movie opens. Let's just get to it. Uh It opens. It opens uh, with kids at a park. Yeah. And then we jump to L.A. 2029 A.D. That's Anno Mm -hmm. Domini, the year of our Lord. They don't do that anymore. No, they don't. (laughs) I didn't get to vote on that, so that makes me sad. I don't like when they don't get up to vote on things. Like when they just arbitrarily, yeah, arbitrarily decide that decided, this is what we're doing yeah, now. Yeah, we're doing this. Like, who the fuck made the rules on that? Well, to be fair, none of the other religions got to vote on it when we made it the original anyway. All right, but also to be fair. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't change it. We changed it in. We didn't like. It's not like a, our country's really religious and we just decided that we were going to do something else. We just like literally changed how all of our calendars work without consulting anyone. And everyone else adopted it. Yeah, but when you say China, it's our still God, that's Saturday. Christianity, Judaism, and Muslim. It's people, the same God. so there's only you know what you gonna do. Hey. Most people didn't even know that that's what that stood for. It didn't need to be changed. Anno Domini, because they mm-hmm. don't speak Latin. Yeah, because no one speaks Latin. Because well, it's a, a dead, dead language. language. Yeah, but a lot of them are you know Spanish, Italian, French, all based off Latin. Yes, but that doesn't mean that people speak Latin. It's not actually the I'm same not sure about thing. French. I don't think French is actually one. Of them. It's a Romance language. It doesn't mean it's based off of Latin. All Romance languages are based off Latin. That's why they're Romance languages. I said I wasn't sure about it, and God damn it. But I am. I just All right, so this is voiceover by facts. Sarah Connor. <laughs> She's catching us up about what Judgment Day is, in case you didn't watch right. the first movie, because... Maybe I was under a rock. Because some people were like, I'm just going to jump in on two. Maybe I, I was I too young and my did, parents though. didn't let me watch those kind of movies. So then you should watch the first one either way. But no. uh, Terminator 2 is more of an action flick. Terminator 1 is more of a horror flick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Same with Aliens so, and Aliens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, both James Cameron. So, yeah. hey, how about that? He, changes, he likes to change he, direction. He, he jumps genres on, on a whim. He um, likes to make them different. Keep you guessing. And so he catches up on Judgment Day, and then we see a Terminator without the skin step on a skull, and it's a laser gun fight with the humans. Mm-hmm. Um, humans aren't doing well. A laser. And so it cuts to John Connor, an old John Connor, with a scar on his face. <laughs> I don't know why they made me crack up. I don't know either. And we, and we hear, uh, and we in a fire, and we hear just we're catching up both sides. You know the fight's going on, and both sides send a Terminator into the bat into the past. I don't know why either one of them didn't set it to the seventies, <laughs> or the eighteen hundreds, <laughs> when you had no chance of beating a Terminator. Yeah, but they always just, just maybe they can only go back just, so far. I feel like maybe. in. I think they talked about that in one of the movies. Why don't yeah. you just that, go way back and that movie where? But in Terminator Genesis, they sent one to the seventies. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of you know. The, the you problem with, go with the it. problem with the entire Terminator genre is that there's no consistency between movies. One and two are pretty consistent, and then after that, they just kind of go out on a whim and they change things as needed, kind of like Star Wars. Kind of like most things that go on longer than they should. Yeah, because they're like, oh, we need to keep this going, but we've kind of put ourselves in a corner here, ending it. So we're just going to change canon. So it's we, fine. Wrote, we wrote enough story for a movie. We stretched it into two, but now there's 12. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta so things just don't quite go along. Start making shit make up, shit up Jedi and, children. And, 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 and changing like things. Like the Friday the 13th franchise? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like all the franchises that go 13. Yeah, anything that isn't planned out like... All right, so like Lord of the Rings was clearly planned out that whole thing. It kind of goes. Um, other things, not so much. But in The Hobbit, they added shit to make that... To make to one stretch that motherfucker out. Go yeah. into three movies. All right, anyway, so... Um, Mm-hmm. So we learned that both sides have sent a Terminator back in time uh, mm-hmm. looking for John Connor, but the question is who will get to him first? So let's get a Terminator theme. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. 
All right, so we open with the truck and we're zoomed in on the grill and we hear the air brake release and he's driving away. We see some electrical charges and we know something's about to go down. Something has come through. So if you're not sure, time travel works is electricity, then a big ball of yummy goodness, and there's this naked man. I think the naked man is the yummy goodness. Whoa. Inside the ball. Whoa. Hey, now. Hot take. And we see that it is a naked... Yes, he is hot. It's a butt booty naked Arnold. Well, it's a T-800. Right. Well, Cyberdyne Systems Model 101. Waist up butt booty naked. Still, the model is T-800. Yeah. For those of you in the know. They don't ever mention that in this movie, but for the rest of us nerds who figured that, who learned, who went deep dive, there's a lot of different... I watched a video, and it was uh-huh. all the Terminators... Through time. Through, through, through time and all. It was like a really long video, but you you would enjoy it. You I should probably not watch have it. seen it. You probably <laughs> have. It's like I've seen it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why I liked Terminator 3, because there's the T1. Yeah. It's like, the that's TX. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Terminatrix. Right. So Arnold, or the T-800, because they don't ever really give him a name. He's just the Terminator. Yeah. So I did 800 and 1,000. Because he's the titular. Yeah. They don't, don't need a name. What do you need a name for? This you could like just go with the Terminator and T-1000. We would know what you meant. Well, I went with 800 and 1, You could just call him Arnold. No. The Arnold. So the Arnold 800 Arnold. goes into a bar, and uh, he's, he's scanning everybody. He's looking for someone about his size. And the person he picks is not his size. No. no. <laughs> and he says, I need your clothes, your boots, and the motorcycle. And the guy's smoking a cigar, and he says, you forgot to say, say please. please. And puts the cigar out on Arnold's chest. Yeah. Actual habit. They put a cigar out on Arnold's chest. It just wasn't hot. No, it was a dead cigar. Yeah. As we were watching it, Tony goes, watch these waitresses. They're all checking him out. Yeah. They all check out his dong. And I was like, okay. But he's funny. not naked. Yeah, because you've ever seen the making of I'm sure you probably yeah. have. But he was wearing, like, really loud surfing shorts. <laughs> like but those ladies, they, they did it but, well. Because they're like, you can see them eyeing him and smirking. Well, wouldn't you? So is there a Terminator yeah. dong? There's that, got to be, that's, that's because a, this scene proves there's, they put dicks on Terminators. Because if big, there was not uh, a dick on the Terminator, they would have been like, what the fuck? That's All big, of these waitresses also, were looking right at his meat. Of also, course they put dicks on Terminators. I saw T-1000's dick. Oh, yeah, that was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> that was Robert Patrick's dick, not the Terminator's. But, I'm just saying. But of course but you do see, it was there. You do see it, yeah. But yes. They didn't they catch that until afterwards, and he was like, that's my dick on TV. They definitely put dongs on Terminators because they're supposed to be an infiltration model. The evil and infiltrator, if, baby! Oh, sorry. <laughs> so they need to make it look human. And you know what? Look, There's, a Ken doll does not fill out a piece of je- a pair of jeans the same way an Arnold would. They also get into... It's also a big debate on... The, uh, did you ever watch the Sarah Connor files? I tried to. It's, I couldn't. I didn't watch them all. It's not great, but it's okay. I don't like Cersei. <laughs> but he ends up. The boy ends up falling in love with the girl Terminator, and everybody's like, "So are we gonna have like sex on this show with this dude and this Terminator? Like, where's this going?" Yes, and now he's fucking a machine. It's weird. I forget how it ended up, but that was a <laughs> which big is what they're doing discussion. in Japan right now, probably. So what's the problem? Yeah. Hey, you know, you whatever blows your hair back. People have sex with a <coughs> flashlight. I don't understand what the difference is. Hey, whatever blows your hair back. Anyway, so if the machine consents. Now, now, the, now, I know what you're all wondering is: is a Terminator a shower or a grower? Probably just a shower. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> there's not blood to make it grow, so it's probably just. Well, there's blood. blood. There's living, blood. Living he has living um, tissue. tissue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a metal. But there's a lot of blood that rushes and gives you right. the boner, so I'm just going <laughs> to say boner. he's a shower. Uh, please, Elaine, explain to me how the male body works. 
You like it's that? fun, right? You like that? Boom! Nice. Why you gotta do boom? Me. I don't know. I can't it was remember fun why, but we looked it up, and You're women welcome. are born with like a thousand eggs. So Adeline might have still. Oh God, I forgot. Wow. What <laughs> anyway, all right. So, um, anyway, after this guy puts a cigar out on Arnold, he grabs his hand, and the guy's like, "Ow, that hurts!" Yeah, and Arnold throws him from the pool table across the restaurant into the kitchen. Where he lands onto, the onto a stove. <laughs> and the guy on. immediately goes, ow, this if is Adeline hot. If Adeline had a thousand eggs, <laughs> then she, th- and if she got her first period when she was 12. This, this is a long movie. We're going to talk about fucking Adeline. <laughs> until she was approximately 95. Woo. So no. <laughs> no. Depending on when she first got her period. All right, so, so now. So he dances on the stove for a minute. So then Arnold beats the shit out of all of the bikers. One stabs him. One stabbed him, and he was like, nope, pulled it out, stabbed the guy in the shoulder, pinning him to a pool table. And the guy's yelling, pull it out, man, pull it out. And another dude's holding a pool stick, drops it, goes, nah, you're on your own. I said, I'm with him. Because if a naked man walks in and throws a guy across a bar, like literally. The naked man. Yeah. So then he goes into the kitchen, and the guy pulls a gun, and he's about... that's trying to shoot, but he only has one hand. Yeah, so the Terminator grabs it, and he's like, fuck it, here, take it. And then you hear bad to the bone play. Now, my question is, he doesn't take the guy's underwear, <laughs> right? <laughs> he doesn't need the underwear. So, so he's going, because he's going commando. <laughs> Thank you. I've been here all this week. Well done. Well done. Well done. So bad yeah, the bone hits, and Arnold is about to steal the guy's motorcycle. And the bartender comes out and says, "Look, you're not gonna take the man's wheels and his clothes. Now get off before I put you down." And Arnold walks to him, and the guy's he like, "That's it." Shoot him. He's like, "That hold it right there, goddammit. And he snatches the shotgun out of his right hand, right out of his fucking hand. And he's like, "Okay," he puts his hands up, <laughs> take his take his motorcycle. And now, so then the 800 reaches down and grabs his sunglasses and puts them on. Yeah, because why not? Sure. There's no reason for him to put these on, well, but in this movie, he looks cool well, doing the, it. The thing was, because Carly hasn't seen it, in the first Terminator, he wore these sunglasses through a lot of the movie, mm-hmm. and it was a big, iconic look, but he wore the sunglasses because they blew his fucking eye out, so yeah. he had this robot eye, so he had to cover him with these giant gargoyle sunglasses, but it became the, the look, so he wears them in this one, and you're like, you're at, it's night. And you can see, like, in the movie in 84, like, it's clearly not Arnold's face. Yeah. And then he puts the glasses on and it clearly is. Yeah. It's like, okay, 84. Sure. 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 84. Still pretty good effects for 84. Yeah, for 84, it's yeah. fucking amazing yeah. though. <laughs> All right, so uh, we cut back to some electrical current and there's a police officer that drives up and he calls it out, uh, put me out on an electrical disturbance. Mm-hmm. And he's immediately killed by a naked man. <laughs> <laughs> and we see ma- naked not man the way ass. you want to go. And more. <laughs> yeah. And Carly peeped his Robert Pattinson. <laughs> well, Patrick. because we had Patrick. Sorry, Robert Pattinson. Robert, <laughs> Robert Pattinson is Batman. <laughs> and yes, that is actually his penis. Um, evidently, they didn't want to film his penis, and no one knew they filmed his penis until the movie had released. And I don't know who it was. Someone's like, "That's a dick." Because yeah. <laughs> when you put it on the big screen, you're like, "Somebody just oh. like me." <laughs> yeah. Tony was like, "I don't know if this was meant to be watched in 4K." <laughs> yeah, this might not be meant to be seen on the big screen. It might have been some more shadows they played with. Uh... Uh, so yes, that is his penis. And in the upgraded version, they do take that out. Okay. That's nice. So in the new versions, they've they changed a bunch of things. They, bit. you know, they add yeah. shadows and they put 
you know, they fix a bunch of things that now they can. Yeah. But that's one of the things they took out, Carly. So you got a bootleg old school copy. It always makes me think of a yeah, movie. whatever copy you gave Tony. <laughs> it, it, the Blu-ray. It always makes me think of this movie that I don't like, but it's uh, Van Helsing. You've seen it? Yeah. Remember at the end when he's running around and he's supposed to be naked fighting with the werewolf and shit? Mm-hmm. Well, they said that he was naked originally, but it was too distracting for people on set. <laughs> so they made him wear underpants. <laughs> And just shot it a different way. But, all right. He made it distracting. Why? Because he had his, uh, well... <laughs> his X-Man flipping around. <laughs> I was going to say, he's about to stake somebody with that thing. I don't know. <sighs> all right, well, anyway. He sounds like he must be a shower. He's a shower, not a grower. If it's if it's that distracting. Mm-hmm. All right, so anyway, so we cut back to the T-1000, who's now in full police uniform, but still has the face that he was sent with. Yeah. And I always thought in this scene, even I'm like, well, why didn't the police officer just be Robert Patrick? Yeah. So he comes as like, looking like the silver surfer, yeah. kills him, takes his identity. That would have made sense. Whatever. Amanda had questions about that too, because she watched this scene. I, the only thing I could think of is, it's better for you to not be somebody, somebody could recognize. Like if I was John, Elaine would go talk to me like I'm John. I'm like, I don't know. What you would, where if I was just some dude walking around, there might be a better chance to get around. I don't know. That's all I could come up with. I know. So the T one thousand looks up John Connor's address, and we cut to John Connor, young John Edward Furlong, who is mm-hmm. playing with his motorcycle with the discount Arnold kid from Different Strokes, <laughs> in the back, and his stepmother, no real, stepmother, foster mother. foster mother. Thank you. Is trying to get him to clean his room, and you know, and she and she's just he's just ignoring her, playing with his motorcycle. So she goes inside, complains to the, the foster dad, and foster dad comes outside. He's it's like, a sweet "Hey, Thunderbird or Firebird?" Yeah, he's like, "Hey, can you uh, you know help your mother out?" And she's like, "He's not my mother, Todd." Aww. It's like, "Wow, That's that was rough. really douchey," <laughs> but he was ten. Mm-hmm. He's also away. a foster kid. Yeah, like. Yeah. All right, so then we cut to Sarah Connor doing pull-ups in her room, and if you remember, if you've watched the first one. This is one of the epic changes in character ever. She goes from the quintessential victim woman who needs help to she don't need nobody's fucking help. Well, a horrific thing happened to her. Yeah, She's got to learn how <laughs> yes. to protect herself. Yeah. Put Robots some, are coming from the future to kill her at any moment. You might want to do some pull-ups. Yeah, so she is definitely probably one of the, They always talk about strong female characters. Watch this. Which is funny. They always say Ripley. And Ripley's badass. Yeah. But she's very badass. Yeah. You know, I never, never, never should bring her up that yeah. much. I don't know why she never gets brought up as strong female characters, but she's, she's one of she my does, But she's also not very likable. Linda be. Hamilton or this character? This character. <laughs> like, if you think about, so she well, becomes... She's had a vi- bad day. <laughs> no, life. but Ripley as a character is very empathetic. Yeah, that's true. And she's spending the whole movie trying to save a child. Now, Sarah Connor <laughs> is also trying to save a child. And the world. But she doesn't... And the world. She plays mother to the world. But she's not... She doesn't do it in a very empathetic way. She's making decisions that make her look like a shitty person and hurting her child in the process. She's very emotionalist because she's making... Because um, John never really... It's not till the end that he really sees the emotion or sees how much she cares about him. She seems distant. And, like, so she doesn't come across as as likable a character, which I think is why people overlook her. Plus, Arnold is so (coughs) much the focus... That I think that she gets overlooked. It's a good point. But he does cast a big shadow. She generally does come up when women talk about really? strong female characters. Yeah. Well, she I I prefer her over Ripley. Okay. I just bad. always hear Ripley, and I'm like uh, the mom from Gremlins. Thank yeah. You. Thank you very much. That lady kicks <laughs> ass. That lady kills. She, she took out. She took out 
three gremlins in five minutes. Yeah. I'm telling you. Mm, dude. Yeah. <laughs> she literally stabs. Nobody has that body count. <laughs> she literally stabs one to death with a kitchen knife. Like, holy shit. And then put one in a microwave. <laughs> you want to talk about strong female characters? Yeah. That lady means business. <laughs> like, fuck around, send her and Imogen Poots to these Terminators. We don't have any more fucking problems. Most, most moms I know, uh, they see a mouse in their house, they move. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I, I slay fucking gremlins like it's going out of style. Touch my fucking cookies. <laughs> All right, so Sarah Connor's doing pull-ups in a room. Dude, and- if I went up in the attic and saw those pods, I would move. Yeah. <laughs> I would move, and I've been wanting to fight monsters. <laughs> so we see Dr. Silverman is there, and he's explaining to other doctors uh, this, this case, and he recaps the first movie again. And those of you will recognize him from the first movie as being One the only people station. that survives. He was in the police station when the Terminator came in and killed every motherfucking yeah. body. So he's familiar with it, and he also was in the third movie, mm-hmm. Rise yeah. of the Machines. Because, and he's talking to... One of the, um, what's her name? Uh, Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. About, yes, I've seen some things. And it gets weird. And, and he goes into, like, oh, he's right. definitely a changed person. Because he's what? kind of a douchebag in this. But, like, he's, because he didn't believe Sarah. In, but in the next one, he knows it to be true. Yeah. In the third movie, they, John and the Terminator take Claire Danes to uh, her grave. To Sarah Sarah's. Connor's grave. Yeah. Which is really just a weapons cache. Yeah. And Claire Danes escapes and calls the police. Mm-hmm. So they have John and the Terminator locked down in the crypt. And they've called this guy, he's like a doctor, to help calm her down. And then the fucking Terminator comes out with the casket on his shoulder. He's like, nope. And he's like, and he just nopes right out. <laughs> <laughs> because he's been there that. before. That's this funny. will be the third time yeah. that he's seen this motherfucker and he's not having it. Yeah, that's funny. I don't remember that. That's hilarious. You go back and watch it. That movie again. is more enjoyable than you think. Okay. The, the problem with it. that movie is it followed this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where do you go after this? Yeah. No matter what, they were ice skating uphill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why the motherfuckers always got to ice skate uphill? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, go back and listen to our Blade episode for that. The third one is better. The Rise of the Machines is has, is better than it has any right to be. Okay. It does, and it ends <laughs> and it ends on a bad note for us, mm-hmm. but it ends perfectly for the franchise. Yeah. Because it does go right into the fourth movie, yeah. and it make well, and it makes sense. Like, how did John Connor become this leader of the military resistance? He was well, there because he just happened to be there. Yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, it all, it all. Well, you know what? When we do Terminator Three. We'll talk about it because okay. I'm putting that on the list. No, it's going on the list. All right. So anyway, one thousand shows up at John's house, and his foster parents are not surprised to see him at all. As a matter of fact, they say, "Oh, great! What's he done now?" Oh, nothing. So the one thousand gets a picture. Of John Connor, and they go away. I just want uh, before to ask he leaves, he's like, "Hey, um, there was a big guy here in a bike looking for him earlier. Is that anything to do with this?" He's like, "Nah, I wouldn't, wouldn't worry about, about him. him. <laughs> like, you wouldn't worry about a giant fucking Terminator." <laughs> anyway. I'd be more concerned about the big biker dude looking for my foster kid than I would be about the cops as well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, I'm guessing the 800 didn't come here and be all like nice like the thousand was. He's yeah. where's John Connor? <laughs> and let's be real here; these don't seem like the most caring maternal foster parents, but they don't seem like they're abusive or bad either. Yeah. So I would be a little concerned about the big biker dude warm. looking for <laughs> my 10 year old foster. Yeah, kid. the key is that even when, um, well, we'll get to it later. All right, so John, a red spiky hair mullet guy. Um, <laughs> or I didn't because they never give him a name. No, no. Bud, <laughs> right. isn't it Bud? I don't know. No. I'm gonna go with Red Spiky right. Mullet Kid. He's got a great mullet. Yeah, I mean the '90s had just started, so the mullet was real. 
Uh, so John, they're at an ATM machine. He's hacking it. He's got this little like laptop computer thing. I mean, and he's getting cash out of the ATM machine. I'm guessing somewhere around the early 90s would have been about 300 bucks was the max you can get back then. Tony was like, I guess this was before they took pictures of you while you were at the ATM machine. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's name is Tim. Tim? They Tim? never call him Tim. <laughs> they never once call him Tim. And this is the extended His name cut. is Tim. <laughs> Some call Did you know that? No. Okay. They, they just made that Some shit up. Some may call me mm-hmm. Tim. Yeah. Tim Bits. All right. Anyway. Um, so we hear from John that Sarah is in a mental institution because as they're running back, Tim finds a picture of his mom. And he's like, is this your mom? And he's like, yes, she's a total psycho. He's trying to book a computer factory. Because he tells him his mom taught him how to steal money out of ATM machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like, your mom sounds pretty cool. He's like, actually, she's Psychopath. a nut job. She's in a mental institution. Yeah. She's trying to blow up a computer factory. Which, if you know that there's uh, machines coming to kill us because of computers, yeah, it makes sense. that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> She just didn't know where she didn't know which Skynet one it came from. Right. All she yeah. knows is that Skynet is an advanced computer thing. So she's yeah. probably going after all the computers. Yeah. So she's like Blade. Hey, Will. Hey, hey Will. We talked to him on the way here. We hung up with him in your driveway. <laughs> well, he had more to say. Go ahead, Will. You're live. On the podcast. Hold on. You're not on speaker. There you go. Try that again. <laughs> at least, at least. We're doing Terminator 2. You ever seen it? Oh, have I? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. The most terrifying robot on this goddamn fictional universe is a fucking... That thing is terrifying, All right, you can't cuss. This is a ch- children listening. Yeah, watch, watch what your children? fucking mouth. What children are fucking listening to this? Fuck kids. All right, hey, Will. Will, who's your favorite character? In what? Terminator, yeah, man. Two, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> It's gotta be the robot. It's gotta be the T. Was it T one thousand? T one thousand. Robert Patrick. Yes, hell yeah. The dead, the, with those dead eyes running you down, he's going to get you. <laughs> oh, fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Getting shivers in my spine. A white cop chasing <laughs> All right, that's it. He's done. <laughs> Why gotta be a white cop? That's that's. <laughs> If anybody's being chased by this guy, be terrifying. John has a point. John has a point. All right, love you guys. Enjoy yourself. Bye. 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 Friends, I know how much you enjoy Will's call-ins. Did he even have a reason to call? He just called. All right. He called because he knew you were podcasting. I don't know if Will knows this or not. I hope he listens to this episode. In the trivia, it says... That the bar that they filmed that scene in mm-hmm. was across the street oh, heard from where Rodney King was attacked. Yeah. And the word you look for they were assaulted. filming <laughs> the night that Rodney King was attacked. What? They weren't there while it happened. Yeah. But they filmed that They filmed evening. where Rodney King was now, beaten down I also right s- there. I didn't read much of the trivia, but what I did okay. read was that Robert Patrick trained so hard to run so far that he had to slow down because he caught up with that little motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I also so read that. Getting chased down by that dude is yeah. some serious shit. <laughs> All right. All right, so now, uh, so the boys jump on the motorcycle and um, they they drive away ever so carefully. And we sure. see that the T-800 is on a motorcycle and he's tracking them. Mm-hmm. So we cut, to, um, we cut to Sarah's room and we find Kyle Reese. Welcome back to the podcast, Michael Bean. This is the extended cut. So. This is the extended cut. This scene is not in the theatrical cut. But in this cut, he's 
She has a delusion in which they have a conversation where he tells her that she has to protect their son. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, he leaves her room and she chases him down and she goes outside into, and she sees a bunch of kids playing a playground on Judgment Day. And, this, and relives. Yeah. And that, she, yeah. Well, she doesn't relive. She's never lived Judgment Day. So, no, <laughs> they did a ton of research on August 20, what it would be Carly. like Come to on. survive in oh, a nuclear blast when they to create these scenes. So they did all this research and stuff like that. And scientists believe that this is the most accurate depiction on what it would it's be pretty like to horrific. be it's in pretty To be there during a nuclear explosion. Yeah. We relive, I guess is what I'm thinking. Yeah, we relive. The opening. No, man. So speaking of Judgment Day, August 29th, 1997. How psyched were you that day? Like, I was walking around like, it's fucking Judgment Day, man. Well, I didn't know you then. I didn't okay. know anything about it, so I... Like, me and all my friends do. It was Judgment Day. We were, we were a, little on, a little on edge. I mean... I'm sure I knew people that knew it was we were 100% Judgment Day, but it wasn't it that much of an impact cool. on my life. It was, it was before Facebook would remind me of shit like that. Yeah, yeah Facebook <laughs> wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> I didn't have anybody in my life who was all excited about Judgment Day. That's because you were a teenage girl. I was a teenage boy. Well, I knew teenage boys. They apparently didn't inform me of this epic event. They probably weren't Bastards! In, they probably weren't into the same shit I was into. I don't know. We, we, we moved in different circles back then. I know. All right, so anyway... Um, where am I now? <laughs> Cut back to Sarah in her room, and she's like, she realizes that she was dreaming. Uh, yeah. And then we cut to Sarah is moved, and she's watching a video of herself in an interview with Dr. Silverman, where she is hysterical about Judgment Day. So, what we've just seen with all the people dying, she's explaining that to him. And the doctor is like, it. Yeah, and the doctor's like, Look, that's not real. And she says, well, on August 29, 1997, it's going to feel pretty fucking real to you, too. <laughs> Anybody not wearing 3,000 sublocks is going to have a real bad day. Get it? Love that line. That's a good line. <laughs> but I was like, I can see why she's here. <laughs> and, she's like, and then she starts getting real mad, going, everybody's dead. Everything you see, all is gone. And she's like, <gasps> and it pauses right as she's like taking this dramatic yeah. Yeah. inhale. And, and she looks fucking crazy. <laughs> which, <laughs> is, which is kind of a, a redo of. Reese in the interrogation room because mm-hmm. he freaks yeah. out and goes crazy and the cops yeah. are recording them. There's a lot of callbacks yeah. to the, you know, First the original. Time. Like in the movie, in the scene, she he says to her, yeah. on your feet, soldier. Well, that's yeah. what she said to him. There's Come a lot of me things if you like want that. To live. Yeah. yeah, that it yeah. comes up later though. Um, so now it's Sarah smoking a cigarette going, yeah, I'm better now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't I, believe any of that shit's real. Right. <laughs> She's like, I completely turned around. She's like, I have goals. He told me to have goals. And, and the doctor's like, what is that? I'd really like to see my son. And the doctor's like, oh, eh. let's do another goal. And she's like, <laughs> I'm going to get a Pepsi. She's <laughs> like, you said if I, if I got better and I stayed calm and I showed improvement over six months, then you would let me, let me talk to my son. And I could have visitors. He's like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Like, I don't I'm, think that you... Really think any yeah. of this shit isn't real? I think you're just telling me what you know. I want to he hear. Says you're really smart, and if I move you to solitary confinement or to uh, lighter confinement, you'll try to break out. Which he's he's not wrong. No. I like I want to hate him, and I do hate him because Tony has told me that he knows it's real. <laughs> he doesn't know it's real. He's seen. He knows that there was a man that yeah. attacked a police. He station. saw he saw a T eight hundred come into a police station and kill everybody, but, and they're shooting him, and he didn't go down. So he doesn't know that Terminators are real, but he knows that he something knows, happened. He knows something there happened. was a man. 
So you like, think he'd be more um, open to the fact that maybe it's true. I mean, you did see that guy fucking go through a police station like it was nothing. It's easier to believe she's crazy than it is that robots from the future came and killed yeah. the police. It's, you know, he knows something's going on. But he, he knows know. that she was affected by this man. This man broke into a police station and killed a bunch of people. And she has turned this into some delusion about machines. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is how she justifies it. Like, she had brain. obviously yeah. had a psychotic break about this man. Yeah. And, she, and he asked her, so, you know, you don't think that this was a cover-up anymore. She's like, no, of course not. There'd be evidence if something actually happened. Why would they cover it up? Why would they cover it up? And then he tells her, okay, well, six more months and you can, and we'll revisit. Yeah. <laughs> and she loses her mind. She's like, you motherfucker, <laughs> lunges across the table and tries to kill him. Which I think is funny because earlier he said she stabbed him with a pen. She stabbed him in the kneecap, like, yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah, maybe you've shown improvement. <laughs> But perhaps not enough. Yeah. <laughs> so during this scene, I look over at Lane and I go, model citizen. And then two <laughs> seconds later, he looks at the camera and goes, model, model citizen. citizen. <laughs> yep. And she gave me that same look like, you're an idiot. I don't, anyway. Didn't give him a look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really care. She's like, that's just my face when I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants to quote the whole movie to me while we watch it, I it doesn't bother me. He acts like I'm supposed to either be impressed or annoyed. And I'm not either of those things because it... It's just you and because how your brain works. Because while she was works. doing that, you, him, everybody, you're already dead. I did that whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if Tony was there, Tony he'd have jumped in too. <laughs> he didn't do it with me, just the two of us. But he also left at some point to go take a shower because he was like, I don't really need well, to watch you're, this. He's like, to cut into this. He's like, I go got time. this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dark in here. Sorry. Watch out, Vampire Man. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. So, thank you. Cut to Miles Dyson. I um, just wanted to look at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll sit far enough over that I can't see my reflection. Cut to Miles Dyson at Cyberdyne Systems. All the time. <laughs> and so there's a new guy who has a Pepsi product placement mm. and a Tootsie Pop. Okay. And he's like, hey, uh, you know, you know, the guys are saying we got to sign for it. You have to sign it out. And he's like, okay, come on. And he's like, hey, Mr. Dyson, no, I'm new and everything, but I was uh, hoping you could tell me, I mean, if you know where it came from. And he goes, you know what? I asked that very same question. Know what they told me? Don't ask. Mm-hmm. I was going to write all that down, but decided I'll do it from memory. <laughs> and look, you did a bang-up job. Hey. <laughs> Shields up. All right, yeah. so, thank you. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Kick the dogs out, please. Oh. Sorry. All right, here we go. And so then we get to the vault, and we see that uh, there's a, a microchip. And that's one thing, but then you see that there's the arm. So at the end of the first movie, an arm reached out for Sarah Connor when she crushed it in a hydraulic press. Mm-hmm. So everything else was destroyed, yeah. but we see the arm. And, and that's and and part it's the of arm. the yeah. CPU. All right, so. I'm going to get more one. They leave an arm behind at the end of this movie, too. Jail. Huh? Get up. <laughs> they leave an arm behind at the end of this no, movie, too. Yes, because oh, he gets them, crushed yeah. in the gear, and they never go back and destroy that. Yeah. So they are always leaving think, arms behind. Yeah, yeah I don't the, think the arm is as important as the arm. just a bunch of hydraulics. Yeah, yeah. The, the chip is, the is chip really is important. Deal. Because an arm, like, but if the, I was to say, give you a mechanical arm right now, can you build a Terminator? Probably but not. But if I saw <laughs> an arm... If I saw something crushed in a hydraulic press and there was just this arm, mm-hmm. I would expect that it was a animatronic robot. Yeah, which you're not wrong. But the, the real danger is the is AI. The chip, yes. <laughs> the chip is what's dangerous. So you can create a robot as long as you don't have it think for itself. You're fine. All right. So, um, da-da-da-da-da. So we cut back to the, the 
Mullet. <laughs> what was his name? Tim. Tim. <laughs> and John, they're driving, but now they're jamming out to You Could Be Mine by Guns N' Roses. And yeah. Guns N' Roses did a, a video mm-hmm. around the time that this came out, and it had Arnold in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a lot, I always loved at the end where he was like scanning all Guns N' Roses, <laughs> and it was like, should I kill him? Waste of ammo. Waste of ammo. <laughs> yeah. All right, and so then we cut to the T-1000 talking to Nikki Cox of Las Vegas fame. Yeah, I thought that was her. Mm-hmm. I was like, is that Nikki Cox at eight? <laughs> yeah. She's young in But that is Nikki Cox of Las Vegas fame. Miss Miss Bobcat Goldfaith, I think. <gasps> Jesus. I'm sorry. What did you do? What did you do? She I knocked whatever that went is. Went like oh. this. <laughs> Nothing fell. All right, so fans, sorry about that. We're just, you know, we're clumsy and shit around here. I'm trying to shut the door without letting the dogs back in. And so, and I wanted to say that I, in my mind, that's Catherine Brewster. Who is? Uh, Nikki Cox is playing Catherine Brewster. Catherine Brewster Brewster is the same age as John. As John. She's ten years old in this. He's, yeah, because he's supposed I, to be 10 in this, yeah. but he's like 14. Yeah. Well, so he's supposed to be 10, and that's how old that girl is. In my mind, that's Catherine Brewster because she knows him. And, and it, as we learn in the third one, they were together the day before. Well, oh, but ah. in the third one, though, he's a little... The continuity is weird because he talks about how they were going to go to a party. In the third one, they're like 13, not like 10. Mm. When they talk about this time, it's here. Terminator. Things get a little wonky. Yeah, the timeline's but a little different. In my mind, that's Catherine Brewster. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. so we cut back to the eight hundred, and he just pulls into the arcade and he finds John's bike. He knows, all right, he's here. So now eight hundred and a thousand are both at the mall and they're both looking for John. So Arnold, um, I mean the eight hundred has now has a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> so what he and has box is guns and roses. Yes. Oh, indeed. <laughs> <That's dumb. laughs> I didn't write it. <laughs> I mean, I your wrote joke this, is dumb. Ooh. It wasn't my joke. They um, they did that for the movie. Mm-hmm. He has a box of roses out, and he hides a shotgun in there. Um, so now we cut to John, who's playing the coolest fucking version of Afterburner I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the day that I saw this, I was like, "Where the fuck is that? Yeah. I want to go play it." Because I played that game cool. before. It's an arcade game where you you're fighting. You're a pilot. Yeah, but you just stand there. This one fucking yeah, moves. They did have the one. I, I've seen that one before. I've never cool. seen that one. In, it was a dollar. I would, I would have put yeah. a dollar in. But well, I've he, never he, you know, seen that in like the flesh. He had to worry about I've his allowance. It. Like, I would buy a, that today a, uh, if they had it. Clipper McCoy's had it. At the, um, I, Norfolk. I remember that. Is that. Yeah, they've got to be close. Oh, yeah, they've been. Oh, yeah. But, damn. I've always wanted to play that. I've never played that. And if you ever, friend, Friends, if anybody knows where they have one, I'll buy it. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> She's like, um... Where are you going to put this giant ass You're not even sure yet if you should actually buy an Oculus and you're going to buy this? It's been an obsession since I'm 10. <laughs> okay. It's been 30 it's years, big, man. Where are you putting it? I don't know. Cross's room? Uh, Sorry, kid, we had to get rid of your bed and now when you visit you have to sleep on the couch because dad put a giant nope, video game in your room? in the afterburner. <laughs> oh, well. Wow, I like that. All the guys are on. Yeah, well, Tony's playing. <laughs> He's coming over. Hmm. Okay. Hell yeah! I mean, All right. You know I support your choices. There's definitely not room in our house for it. So, <laughs> so during, plenty of room in our house for it. Oh. So during all of this, um, <laughs> the one sorry Amanda, you have to move out. <laughs> I got afterburn. Sorry, the 1,000 is looking around looking for John Connor, and mm-hmm. he goes to Mullet and says, hey, you know this kid? And he's like, no, nah, I don't know him, and walks away. So he makes a beeline right for John. He's like, dude, there's a cop here looking for you. Good friend. Yeah, and so 
John. He's like, get man, beat it, get out of here. And mullet jumps right in that game because I would jump in too. <laughs> and just then, the 1,000 puts eyes on John as John's leaving. So then mullet hop, hops out and goes, hey, man, I think I saw that kid over. And the fucking 1,000 throws, throws him. that motherfucker. He throws him out of the movie because you never see him again. <laughs> <laughs> he lands in part three. Yeah. <laughs> He lands something that was like, I think it was part five. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> All right, so now. And so as John's running around, running in like the back alley, not the back alley, the back hallways mm-hmm. of the mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, the 800 just fucking happens to be there walking around the goddamn hall. And we see John's seat locks eyes on him and he doesn't know it's a Terminator, but he knows it's a Terminator. Especially when the guy reaches inside of the flower box and pulls out a goddamn shotgun. Oh. This freaks him out. He starts trying door handles. They're all locked. Shit. Shit. Um, just then the 800 shows up and pulls a handgun, the Beretta that he carries with him. And, and, he, and there's another random dude in the hall. Just standing there going, yeah. hey, you guys can't be in here. And as motherfuckers are pulling out guns and shit, he's like, yeah, and I'm going to shut just up. gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, the 800 says, get down. And blasts the, the 1,000. And you see the big, like, he hits him in the shoulder and it's a big thing, mm-hmm. but it's metal, uh, liquid metal, so. And those were practical effects. Yeah. Did you see the making of that? They they had little bombs that would poof, yeah. burst out like that. I was like, that's pretty cool. I just assumed they were. Just don't know. get those backwards, man. Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't fuck it up because you have to reset that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the 1,000 starts shooting and the 800 grabs him. So he gets shot in the back protecting John. Gets him out of there. The other guy dies. All right. So then we have a, a Terminator fight where they shoot each other and then throw each other through a lot of walls. Yeah. A lot of walls. So during all this, John runs away, gets on his bike, and is trying to get it started. So the T-1000 is able to get the better of the T-800 by putting him through a plate glass window. Mm. Knocks him out on the street. People and, are like, are you okay? And the 800 just gets up. By that time, the 1000 is gone. Gets... Outside, just as John's bike starts, it's amazing how many women are on their phones right now. I mean, it's amazing <laughs> how fast the 1,000 can run because this is actually Robert Patrick running. Uh, which I already talked Holy about. Holy balls. <laughs> yeah. Carly, we talked about this. I didn't know until just now he had to slow down. <laughs> My God. <laughs> All right, so the chase is on. Um, so... During and all this fray, the 800 doesn't fuck around and try to chase people. He's a big dude. He ain't running that fast. He gets on his bike and, yeah. and goes out Chases there. On He's like, look, it's been a long time since I played Conan and did all that running. <laughs> the T-1000 gets the idea he can't fucking catch this motorcycle, so then he reaches up and grabs a guy out of a moving semi-truck and throws mm-hmm. him out. Yep. It does not pay to be driving any vehicle around the T1. It doesn't pay to be anywhere near the T1. No, you're going to get thrown out of a car or in a car accident near him. Or he's just going to kill you with his blade hands. Yeah. He yeah. does not give a fuck. No. Zero fucks for giving. Those blade hands are scary. Yeah, they are. I would not want... Look, Will I is still afraid. He knows it's a movie. I wouldn't <laughs> want somebody to chase me... But if they all of a sudden had blade hands, no thanks. Hook hands like he has in the yeah. back of that car? Mm-mm. Shit. No, no thank the, you. No, the scary one's the pokey finger, <laughs> finger that he puts in your eye. That's the scary one. Also, I was just looking at the IMDb. They're all scary. It turns out, I don't know if we've gotten to that part yet, that dude and his twin are again two people in the movie. <laughs> oh, the security guard. The blade finger? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't get to that yet. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Sorry, I haven't been paying the most attention. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good thing we have a podcast that, you know, half of the fucking table isn't paying attention. This is going to be one very good episode because it's just me talking about the movie instead of us, talk, us discussing the movie. All right. So anyway, 
So during this chase scene, the, eight, the 1000 is in a semi-truck bumping this little motorcycle and yeah. it doesn't fall over. <laughs> yeah. That's it amazing. It's amazing. But just then the 1000, I mean the 800, flies down. And this is one of the things yeah. that got fixed. Because in the movie you could tell, like when you saw it, yeah. that's not Arnold jumping off. Yeah. That's clearly somebody else. But in the new version, they put Arnold's face on yeah. the guy. Which I think sucks for the guy. Because for years he's like, that's me. Look, you see? That's me. And now he's like, oh, the new 4K version's out. Honey, honey, come here. Look, it's me again. Aww. That's not you. That's not me, motherfucker. They got rid of my face and Patrick's dick. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> they, they cut out the best parts of the movie. The good parts. <laughs> Carly's favorite tertiary object is the wang. It might be. I don't think it is. I hope it is. Change it. <laughs> Anyway, so the 800 pulls John onto his motorcycle and they drive away. Like the D1000, mm -hmm. you say. <laughs> so the 800 shoots the tire of the semi-truck. The semi-truck crashes into a yeah. bridge and explodes. And, and he's, uh, while Arnold's rolling, he's got the um, Winchester rifle with the... That with the flip, extended, yeah, with flip, the extended so flip, flip it. clock thing. And apparently he practiced the shit out of that and got so good at it that he could really do it like every time. But he's... The way that it works, his hands were so big that it would clip his finger, and it clipped his finger so much his finger just started bleeding, and they would stop him and go, "Dude, your fingers bleed. I don't care." And he just kept going and going and going. I was like, "All right." He's like, well, apparently, he also hit Edward Furlong. Yeah, apparently he hit Eddie and gave him a, a concussion. Whoa! Because he flipped it one time and bonked him in the head. I mean, he was driving a motorcycle, he wasn't uh, actually driving shooting a shotgun. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. <laughs> He's like, look, you're just sitting there. I'm doing all the work. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway, um, so the truck crashes, yada, yada, yada. The T-1000 walks out looking like the Silver Surfer, and we can see that he's a liquid metal skeleton. Yeah. I mean, liquid metal Terminator at this point. I don't understand how his CPU works because he's just liquid metal. And you would think it would melt down all of the circuitry that would be his brain. I, I don't a, understand. I think it's a hive thing, like a bunch of all a bunch of shit all through him. I just somebody was somebody was saying something about with his eyes, and I was like, well, he doesn't have eyes. Like his he, eyes he aren't have his any. eyes. Yeah. He can probably see out of his fingers and everything too. Yeah. You know, it's like he's like, I need to see over there. He just moves his hand. Yeah, got it. That's a good um, point. It's also this the idea of the T one thousand is that it is technology that's so far in advance of what we have here. You that can't we even just fathom. Cannot. It. Yeah. Nanotech. Yeah, you can fathom a, a Terminator. Like the T-800, mm -hmm. you could fathom that. All right, so it's just a robot that's here to kill yeah. you. That's easy. This is so much more advanced than that that it's like you can't even understand. It's it's like if, if we could make a Terminator, but then the AI makes a Terminator. Right. It's like a million times above what mm -hmm. we would come up with. Because we're not that smart. Yeah. All right, so John calls timeout. He's like, all right, stop the bike. Timeout, stop the bike. <laughs> now, don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> You're a Terminator, right? Yes. <laughs> and then he's like alright you're not here to kill me I figured that part out for myself did you there <laughs> way to go eventually <laughs> way to go I mean in the hallway when you met he said come I mean, with me if you want to live <laughs> no he says that to, the, to Sarah not to John oh okay he just says get down and then kind of grabs him yeah and he defended you yeah <laughs> like if he wanted to kill you when he grabbed you he could have just, just put the shotgun the at you I mean he could have just gone bloop <laughs> <laughs> push you over Movie over. Ample, ample chances to yeah. terminate you. So way to go. Um, and he's like, hey, you know, all right, what are you doing here? I've been sent here to protect you. Well, who sent you? You did. You did. Oh, shit. Like, oh. 
So then John starts poking him in the face. <laughs> and I really think there's got to be a couple. I want to see the cut scenes where he's poking at him and Arnold starts laughing like, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker, that tickles. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then? And then we cut to the 1,000, who now steals a police car. Just walks through, <laughs> like there's a crime scene shit going on. He just hops on the police car drives away. Uh, so now John 800 drive, and uh, the 800 tells John about the 1,000 and about how advanced it is and what it can do and... Um, John's like, all right, well, you know, Todd and Janelle are dicks, but I got to warn them because the, the 800 tells him, Hey, look, I would, if I was going to terminate you, I would then go to your house and wait for you to come home. I mean, I already went to your he's house. Like, why, <laughs> for you. He's like, well, if he can become anything, why doesn't he just become a bomb? And he's like, well, bombs have com- chemicals and moving parts. And this parts. is when we answer Timmy's question. Makes <laughs> What's oh, Timmy's Timmy question? Remember when I went, the last trip I went on with Jessica and the kids? Mm-hmm. And Timmy talking was about Terminators? watching T2 yeah. on the tablet in the back seat. And mm-hmm. he was like, how come he doesn't just become a motorcycle? Why does he have to ride a motorcycle? Because those because machines, machines have complex require parts, yeah. oil and gas and things like he that. He could become a wheel, though. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> well, and, he, and then the one, it's in, in the one part when the truck explodes, a wheel does roll out towards him and the 800 points his gun at it just in case but then it falls over he's like alright well, that's not him <laughs> true yeah cause it could have been alright so now um, John goes do you have a quarter and the 800 walks over and smashes yeah. the fucking phone uh, a pay phone the, the coin <laughs> slot part of it is and grabs a coin and hands it to him he's coin like, right. so then he calls and he's talking to Janelle and Janelle's being real sweet he's like John I'm beginning to worry and you hear a dog barking <laughs> Terminators hate dogs. And we know dogs from the first movies that... Uh, <laughs> I mean, probably they don't like them either. But dogs hate Terminators. They, Terminators and dogs don't like each other. And, you, and you actually, we saw it this time, you see that when the T-1000 goes to talk to the family at the door, the dogs are fucking going crazy in the background. Mm-hmm. So, for some reason, dogs don't like Terminators. So the dog's really going crazy. And John's like, the dog's really barking. So then the Terminator 800 grabs the phone... And mimics John's voice. Which is creepy. We can when mimic, you we see can mimic anything. I know, yeah. but imagine seeing that. Yeah. And you're like, jeez. <laughs> so then 800 says, what's the dog's name? Max. And she says, hey, Janelle, what's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear him barking. And she hears him say, Wolfie's fine, dear. Wolfie's just fine. But just as this is going on, Todd's walking around. What's wrong with the dog? And he's yelling, shut up, you worthless piece of shit. And then you just hear. Drinking out of a milk cart. Yeah. And you look, and then the 800 hangs the phone goes, your foster parents are dead. And they walk away, and you cut back to Janelle, who has stabbed Todd in the face with a sword arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, through yep. his mouth. And then transforms back into our known uh, T-800, my T-1000. He absolutely was at their house and killed both of them. Wait, yeah. In, the, in our version now, the 1000 goes outside and kills Max. This was cut from the theatrical version because people like Carly don't want to see dogs die. Well, actually, not people like Carly. No one wants to see Most a dog die. Most people. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Like 99% of people <laughs> like, no one wants do not want to see the dog die. Well, they don't, they don't really They don't really show, show the dog dying. Dog, but you saw the, yeah. that the 1,000 walk up, and you hear a dog Yelp. howl. And then you see him. We don't know that the dog dies. It could just disappear into the ether and go live with officers <laughs> on disappear on that farm upstate. Yeah, but he pulls the, but without his collar. Because the collar he, he grabs the has blood. He says Max. <laughs> and this so is this how the 1,000 knows. knows. Yeah. yeah, he knows they're on to him. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so, and I just lost my, I Kills like, a dog. something. Yeah, I know, but now my notes, like, jumped. Because you forgot what happens after he kills a dog? Is now when he wants to go find his mom? Anyway, so we cut to the police showing Sarah pictures from uh, 1984 and the mall today. Because this actual. Yeah, they're like, we know you know this guy. So Please. it's like camera footage of the police station from 1984 where the Terminator came and killed people. And, and now then, from the mall in Reseda. But now today. she's going catatonic. Yeah. And she's like, hey, we just told you your son is missing. His foster parents are murdered, and we know this guy's involved. And don't you want to help? And she doesn't do anything, doesn't blink, nothing. So he's like, well, they do keep forcing drugs down her throat. (laughs) Yeah, they push a bunch of Thorazine down her throat. And Dr. Silverman's like, sorry, guys. And you see her, she grabs a paperclip. And they move her out. She actually learned to pick locks for this movie. And Douglas, one of the... The orderlies there takes her back to her room. All right, so John tells the 800 about his mom and tells them the, all the training that she was doing. 800 tells John that Sarah, um, you know, is going to be copied and the Terminator is going to wait for you to show up and kill you. And he's like, what? Mm-hmm. And he grabs, so then he's like, we have to go right now. And he's like, come on, come on, come on, let's go, let's come on. And the 800's like, this doesn't help our mission. And he's like, this is not our mission priority. It's like, fuck you, it's a priority to me. And then he, the Terminator grabs him. He's like, hey, let me go. And he starts yelling, help, 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 help. And then he looks at him and goes, let me go. And he lets go and he falls down. And do you see two guys in the background, pretty buff dudes, are looking like, oh, hey, let's wait five minutes and go see what's going on. <laughs> also in a firebird. Yeah. Let's wait five minutes is accurate. Yeah. So he's like... And then John looks at the 800 and goes, why'd you do that? He goes, because you told me to. He's like, you have to do what I say, huh? Yes. He goes, it is one of my mission parameters. He goes, cool, my own Terminator. Uh, stand on one foot. So then he's standing on one foot. And about three minutes later, the two guys come over. Hey, everything okay, kid? And he goes, take a hike, <laughs> you douchebag. And he's like, what? Fuck you, you little dipshit. He goes, did you call moi? A douchebag, and then he whispers to his 800, put your leg down. Because <laughs> he's just standing there with a leg up. <laughs> he's like, grab this guy. He's, yeah, and so the turn 800 grabs the mullet dude by the head, by, by the head. mullet, and yeah. lifts him Ow. in the air. And, he's like, and he goes, who's the who's the dipshat, dipshit now, you jock Who's douchebag? the dipshat now? The dipshat, dipshat now. <laughs> Write that down, it's your favorite line, the dipshat. You jock douchebag. It's up there with the dipshit. It's up there with Nick the bag, whatever you said there. Sniff the bag. Sniff my. (laughs) And then his his partner tries to. His partner tries to like choke the Terminator from behind, and he just grabs him and. He grabs him. Terminator gets out his gun. He's about to shoot him, and he's like, "Whoa, what are you doing? You can't kill people." He's He's like, like, "Why not?" He goes, "He goes, you're gonna kill that guy." Goes, "Of course, I'm a Terminator." Terminator. He's a Terminator. And it's so he, he tells the other guys, get out of here. And he goes, you can't kill people. He's like, why? Why? Because you can't. Why? What do you mean, why? You can't. Why? You just can't, okay? Because I told you to. Um, so then he's, he picks up the gun because he, he told the Terminator, put the gun down. So the 800 looks at him, puts the gun on the ground. Because <laughs> he said, put the gun down. So he put the gun down. He so then John picks up the gun and goes, hey, I'm going to get my mom and I order you to come with me. He's like, oh, you got me there. I guess we gotta Can't do, do nothing it. about that. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible idea, but I guess we gotta do it. Um, so then we cut to the one thousand going to see Sarah. He gets waved right in because he's looking like a police officer, and evidently they don't ask why this cop's just showing up here. They're like, sure, go ahead. They said your buddies are already here. Aren't you showing up late? 
Um, so Douglas straps Sarah into her bed and then does the creepiest thing you could ever do to a person who's catatonic. He licks, licks her face. Her face. So now we all want Douglas to die. I mean, that's creepy to people who aren't catatonic. <laughs> well, I no, think but, I think no it's creepy it's, that he's... anybody's face and it's creepy. But what does she do but, what does she do to her when she's like out of it? The point yeah, is yeah. that she can't is she's supposedly catatonic yeah. and he's doing it to her when she can't stop him or fight back or she this is right. Or, or he thinks yeah. she's faking and he's trying to make her... No, I think he... he I think every maybe. time she's drugged up, he's doing terrible stuff to her. Yeah. Like be. we find out about in Kill Bill. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. just like... and <laughs> I don't even like that movie, but that dude... So then when like, she comes through and he's like, him. I'm Buck and I'm here to fuck her, she's yeah. like, oh yeah, he's she's about to kill the fuck out of him. And you're okay with it. Oh yeah. yeah. See, Tarantino's real good about making you... Want, Root for the people who are getting murdered. I mean, people who are murdering the people because they deserve it. Yeah. Like, some fuck. Pe- some people gotta die. Pe- people gotta go. Uh, people need killing. All right, so, uh, once they leave, Sarah springs into action. She spits the paperclip out, picks the lock, gets out of her thing, and she's I was on like, her way. people are always picking locks in, with paperclips and shit in movies, and Tony goes, at least she's doing it right, and she, like, learned how to do it. Like mm-hmm. Elaine said, she learned how yeah, to do it. Yeah, she actually does it. pick yeah. it right. It's not just it's... like, I got a paperclip, let me figure it out. Because <laughs> right. I often have paperclips, but that does not mean I'm picking any locks. <laughs> so now the 1,000 goes to death, so like, I'm looking for Sarah Connor, and and the lady's like, oh, hey, the rest of your friends are coming out now. So the van- 1,000 vanishes. And this we, is what and he turns into the floor, which is so fucking great. Why aren't you doing this more often? Yes. Just stand there, wait for John to walk by and grab. My question was, where did his gun go? I put it to the side. <laughs> He's putting <laughs> the trash can. Yeah. But you also were like, but he didn't actually touch him. He touched the bottom of his shoe. And that counts. And uh, <laughs> but then you also asked about the gun. I was like, Tony, stop asking me questions about this. He must I was thinking it. out loud. I wasn't asking you. <laughs> so the security guard walks by to get a cup of coffee, and he walks on the face because when the th- one thousand forms behind him, it comes up right where the footprint was, yeah. is where his face is. Mm-hmm. But or it could be his elbow. It's a liquid metal it's thing. So whatever it needs to be. So now this is his twin. Yes. Because the officer has a twin, and they look at each other, and he's like, "Holy shit." So he points his finger and stabs him in the skull. Boom. Lobotomy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Welcome back from session nine. Lane's favorite movie. Whoa. No. <laughs> Terrifying session nine. Thanks. Thanks for putting that back in my subconscious. I thought you liked Beastmaster, you bastard. <laughs> All right. So now the 1,000 goes out and he's looking for Sarah. I can listen to the episode. That is excellent. Sarah's still in her room. She's working on the door lock. and Pops it open. Gets out. So then we cut to Douglas doing rounds. And he sees that there's a closet open. Hmm. And he opens it and he sees a mop. It's broken. And he goes, hmm. That's Walks out. That's weird. And as he turns around, here's Sarah with a broom handle. Boom. And she goes to town on this motherfucker. He deserved every second of this. I think she should have hit him a couple more times. She fucks him up. She, but, you and know, they do that cool shit that they do in some movies that we've talked about where when they hit you, they do the flash on the screen. So it's like it, like you really got hit. And I was like, fucking cool, man. Yeah. Cool right. ass. Cool yeah. ass. So she's on the run. <laughs> Uh, the T-1000 switches back to a cop form instead of the security guard form. He likes that cop form. So Sarah just... Gets in a lot you of see Sarah walks up and she sees two... Well, an orderly, another... Uh, I guess two orderlies and Dr. Silverman. So she whoops all their asses. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> grabs a needle with something in it. Puts it in one of the orderlies and then grabs Silverman. 
after she already broke his arm with the with the nightstick. nightstick. And she fucks up here. She says there's 215 bones in the human body. It's 206. Well, he says, you broke my arm. She says there's 215 bones in the human body. That's one, so don't move. But it's wrong. It's 206. Well, she's mm-hmm. in the dress. But how can't she? She then the takes a syringe and fills and fills it up with drain cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Boy, is there it. a lot of drain cleaner just right there? Also, this is, is this like office. Sure. And also, this is like an inch and a half, maybe two inch needle <laughs> that she puts in his throat. <laughs> She's a little mad at him. I mean, holy shit! Like to the All fucking right. hub. So now John and the eight hundred show up, and he says, "Promise me you won't kill anyone." And he's like. What? He says, put your hand up and say, I but promise I won't kill anyone. So, he's th- so the Terminator puts a hand up and goes, I promise I will not kill anyone. He has no idea what a fucking promise is. Yeah. Evidently, they don't do that in Terminator world. So then they drive up, and the guard comes out and says, visiting hours, a money thing, and he just fucking drills him in the leg. And, he, and John's like, what the hell? So he, he reaches over, live. And grabs, <laughs> grabs his magazines, hands them to John, and says, he'll live. <laughs> He just is capping both. He's like, I'm not killing him. They're never gonna walk, really. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you watch the rest of the movie now, he doesn't kill another person. Hmm. Actually, the last. It's a mission parameter. He doesn't kill anybody. He hasn't. Yeah, killed I'm anybody. like, did he kill anybody up till now? Yeah. No. Nobody um, was. He was he going to. But he would have if he was not under the promise. He would have just shot that fucking guard and rolled yeah. on. You know, he don't um, care. He's a terminator. If anybody, you imagine that he would have killed that guy in the bar. Yeah. That he got the clothes from, yeah. he killed that guy. They just didn't show it, but he killed that guy. He would probably kill everybody he came across that wasn't friends with John. He killed everybody in that bar. He could have. Because he's a, he's a Terminator. That's what they do. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, Where am I now? Now so, I want McDonald's. Sarah is about... Thank you. Sarah's... Ooh, McDonald's. <laughs> Sarah's about to escape... Um, by getting others to open the door because now she has that needle just stuck all the way in his neck and which is coming like, out the other side as far as she's got that fucking she's like thing. I will I she's will like, inject this in him don't fuck she around says, I'll pump him full of this shit I swear and then the guard is like I'm not letting you out and then the doctor's like she's gonna do this yeah, let uh, him open the door well he says to her you're no killer I don't believe you and she goes you're already dead you know I believe that so don't fuck with me and he's like open the door yeah <laughs> you can let her go we'll catch her again yeah I'm true. not catching Drino in my throat <laughs> like I'm not, not sure how it. much uh, how much it'll take to kill you but probably not much and she's got a lot and in his wanna, neck you won't test it and Drano will 100% kill you like that. Yeah. We saw the drain ki- cleaner kill What's-Her-Name in Heather's when she just drank it. And he's inje- and she's yep. going to inject it straight in his body. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. <laughs> All right. So, anyway. Um, so, just then she gets the keys and she's on her way out. And another orderly's on, like, on the side, like, hiding. Wait. Pulls the needle out of, his ne- out of uh, Silverman's neck. And she whoops that guy's ass. And takes off running. So they give chase, but she's got the she keys. Fucking, fucking Star Trek The Next Generation fist, or palm strikes this motherfucker in the face. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> so she's got keys, and she's unlocking doors and locking them behind as people give chase. So they're yeah. unlocking doors. So there's one, like, it's like a, a like bars. Yeah. It's not quite a door, but it's like prison bars. So she's able to break off a key in the lock and take off running. On their side. So they uh, can't yeah, so, they'll, so they'll, they're all like, oh, box. shit, we can't open the door. Fuck, she broke off the key in it. What do we do? And she runs right into the Terminator 800. Boom. And this... Because she goes to the elevator. And, and she, the and Terminator comes out. Out of the elevator. Oh, shit. So the Terminator, <laughs> the Terminator is with John, 
But she but didn't see he, John. She just sees yeah. the Terminator. But she's focused on the giant killing machine. <laughs> yeah. Like you do. Yeah. That was attacking her, I guess, like, in the first movie. Yeah. That's what uh, seven years ago tried to kill her the entire movie. Killed her two roommates. Or one roommate and her. <laughs> Killed a bunch of people with the same name as her. Yeah, that too. They were going to call him the phone booth killer. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Phone book killer. Him too. <laughs> <laughs> So now she literally falls down in fear and starts yelling, no, running. Yeah. And he's just looking at her because he has no idea that. Uh, oh, I think he has some idea. <laughs> well, it wasn't him that did all that. Yeah, but he is familiar with what happened. You'd think. I'm so pretty that, sure that so John old can, John Connor, who reprogrammed him and sent him back in time, filled him in on some pertinent details. You when would mom think sees old, you, she might literally shit. <laughs> so well, you think old cool. John... This Terminator was never intended to actually interact with her because it was supposed to be get John, save him, yeah, yeah. save him. True. She wasn't part of his yeah, plan. His plan. So now John comes out and is like, "Oh no, mom! Wait, wait, mom!" And mom's out. Yeah. Mom runs right into the orderlies. Yeah. And they tackle her, and they're trying to restrain her, and she's yelling, he's going to kill us all. He's going to kill us all. Dr. Silverman comes down and is about to stab her with a needle. But then you see the Terminator coming, and John says, help her. He's like, got this. Yeah. Walks over, starts throwing motherfuckers S- through windows. Slaying these motherfuckers. He's just moving them around. And the T-8-1000 shows up, and he can't get through that door either. But also, the one chick, I think she has a little shadow brook in her. Because she has a broken arm in a cast. She watches him throw these three two, 200-pound men through windows. She runs up and punches him in the face and breaks his glasses. I was like, I'll give you that. That's <laughs> pretty and, ballsy. Well, then he looks at this girl and throws her by the face. <laughs> like, To be fair, he's a Terminator, so he didn't kill her. But he launched her by yeah, the head. She flew down She's hallway. not having a good day tomorrow. <laughs> She's going to wake up. A few things are going to be sore. Yeah. Well, she's ballsy. But, I'll give yeah, she smashed a Terminator in the face, and it moved his head, so good yeah. for her. But she regrets that. Yeah, yeah. She shouldn't have done that. So the 1,000 shows up, and he gets through that same prison-looking thing, the, the bars, and he can't get through. He just melts through, so like he, butter. Like, yeah, he walks through, which in 1991, this was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it still looks Holy pretty cool. Shit. I don't care who you so are. So Dr. Silliman is standing there now with, like, the syringe protector in his mouth, and it drops yeah. because he's like, I got nothing. Because he sees this guy, like... <laughs> he sees the guy, right, he, he sees he knows the Terminator, the, Terminator <laughs> the T-800, and this, but this guy still doesn't look like a machine. He could just be a really roided-out motherfucker. But then he sees the T-1000 molten metal through some bars. And this is where he finally is like, Uh-oh. fuck. <laughs> like he thought it might be real. Now he knows. I've been talking myself 8, out of it and trying to convince myself I'm not crazy. But shit. <laughs> now he's seen some shit. Did that Drano get in here? Because I might be having an hallucination. need to go pick so, up some 7,000. So now sunblock. Arnold, I mean the 800, hits Sarah with this line. Come with me if you want to live. Oh. Because. And if you know that line, this is exactly yes. what Kyle Reese said to her. But, and at this they point. the Terminator. He said to her, come with me if you want to live. And so she's like, point, this worked out John last time. John is here go. too. And it's like, mom, mom, it's okay. It's okay. And he's shaking her. Mom! But she's fucking at yeah, it. Because the out. Terminator tried to kill her is standing in front of her. Yeah. She's, she's mobile. Very distracting. Like would. Yeah. It's very distracting. It takes her a minute to <laughs> the realize. The murder bot is there. <laughs> she also has all these dreams, too. Like, it's got to be, I'm on all these drugs. I have all these dreams. Is, is she, like, it takes her a minute to realize what is actually happening. This would overload anybody's brain. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a lot. 
And so finally, she, he says, come with me if you want to live. And this, like, snaps her out of it. And she gets up and they take off running. Mm-hmm. Because, well, the 1,000 is coming. Um, so they run into an elevator and the 1,000 is shooting and he's protecting her. And so they get in the elevator and they, and they take off and she yells, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And no one answers her. Just then the 1,000 is on top of the elevator and he starts throwing down like big stabbing weapons. Just yeah. down. Stabbing down. They're stabbing down. And so it stabs Sarah in the shoulder. And she has no idea what to do, but, they, but the 800 is cracking off rounds up. So she sees a gun in his waistband. She's like, sure, let's do that. Starts cracking off rounds up. And she has no idea what that thing is, what it's doing. I am going to shoot at it, But though. I see my son is with this guy who said the same thing Kyle said. We must be on one team. Let's crack off rounds yeah, that At least way. for now, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's why I say really badass character. What does she do when shit gets hot? Sure, we're killing. Yeah. Which, before she panicked and she's mm-hmm. trained herself to attack mm-hmm. instead of run. Yeah, she's tough. Yeah, so she just goes right at it like a fucking badass. All right, so they get um, so they get to the parking garage and they see a police car. So she points a gun right at this cop and tells him to get out of the car. And she cracks off a round and it hits him where the head would have been <laughs> yeah. if it didn't have any glass. And she says, "Right now." And he's like, "Sure." Yep. So he's going to get out of the car. The eight hundred fucking launches him. <laughs> he really likes throwing. He loves throwing. <laughs> like this is his hobbies because yeah. he launches another motherfucker into a pylon. Yep. And he's out. So they get in the car and they're driving. So the 1,000 shows up and they're cracking off rounds at it. And John's in the back reloading weapons. He's handing out magazines and they're just shooting. This is also what she has trained him to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Like be there and get ready to go. Sarah's got the 9mm and he's still got the shotgun. All right. So the 1,000 makes stabby hands and he's... And yeah, so he climbs on the back of a police uh, the police car. And he's got hooks. So he walks his way up, and then he breaks the glass, and he's hooking at John. But now John's hunkered down, and the T-1-800, over one shoulder, cracks off a round. <laughs> Knocks him back, gets out of the car, shoots the hand, and then shoots him off the car, and they drive away. And just then you see that the 1,000 is running after him. And like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. John sees that they left a little piece, and he's like, Huh, and I always wondered why that little piece wasn't trying to kill him. Yeah, I thought about that too. Because like, that one piece should have, have come into something and killed him. Yeah. And that, like that end of movie. Yeah. But John yeah. sees that little piece and throws it down. And it melts, and Officer 1000 shows up, and it goes into his foot. Really cool effect. Yeah. All right, and then, so now we're safe for a minute. Let's, 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 let's figure Take out a moment to breathe. Yeah, so Sarah's like, okay. Uh, she yells at John and says, look, you should not have come for me. You're too important. You shouldn't come for anybody, not even me. And this upsets John. And he starts crying. And the terminal is like, what's wrong with your eyes? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> All right, so the 1000 finds a motorcycle cop who's just around. And he's like, hey, nice bike. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that guy's dead. <laughs> um, so 800 breaks into a garage and like shoes John in and then pulls him in because that's what he does to people and he says to him watch it lug nuts lug nuts he's a machine mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. so the 800 and Sarah fix each other but Sarah wants to disable him right and we learned that uh, 800 is a learning computer but he's been set read only mode but Skynet dis- disables them when they're sent out alone mm-hmm. So that they can't make their own decisions. So that they can only do. Right. So, so they don't want the machines to start so thinking So she, she flips their AI switch off. 
Like, so even mm-hmm. though, like, she gets to do whatever she wants, but she doesn't let all of the other creations, machines, yeah. machines do mm-hmm. that, which is fucked up. She sounds like a tater. The Skynet? Yeah, she sounds like a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> which is why there already could be one in China, and we won't know. So he's in read-only mode, and John's like, well, can we reset the switch? And he's like, you'd have to pull out the CPU. I'm like, oh, okay. We got time. So they do that. They, they unscrew his brain. And they pull out the chip. And Sarah's got the chip now. And John's over fucking thinking about Afterburner or something. I don't know. <laughs> so she grabs a goddamn mallet. It's about to smash this thing. And, he, and John's like, no, we need him. And she's like, fuck that thing. It's a machine. We need to kill it while we can. And he's like, no, we need him or we're going to die. And she's like, fuck that shit. He goes, he's my friend. <laughs> like, okay. But he does say, you keep talking about how I'm some great leader, but you're not letting me make, make any decisions. choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you won't yeah. let me make a choice, then how will other people follow yeah, me? Exactly. So then she slams down the hammer, and you see she just missed. Oh. Dramatic pause. This didn't surprise me. This way. scene here is cut out of the theatrical version. Yeah. So by the time you see this... Well, this wouldn't have fooled anybody. I can see why they cut it out. There's no drama because you know he's in the rest of the movie. Yes. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger. They yeah. weren't going to take him out. So it's kind of anticlimactic. Like It's just a waste of a scene because you know there's no real drama. There's no yeah, tension. You have to cut some. So that's why they cut it out. Same with the Reese thing. Yeah. It doesn't add anything, but they cut it Michael Bean out. Which I know. That hard. sucks. That really sucks, but to be fair. All right. Oh, ba 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 ba. So now John goes to sleep and... The 800 is standing watch, and Sarah's like, fuck that shit, I'm gonna watch that motherfucker. Uh, the next day, the 800 and John steal a car. And you see him just stand there, and it's daytime, and he's standing there, and it goes to night. He's standing there, and it goes back to daytime, and he's just standing there. <laughs> like, he doesn't fucking move. He just watches. You see the machine. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, Jesus, what is the matter with The me purpose today? of that machine, I, you're real, you're hitting everything. <laughs> I'm in a china shop today, Carly. All right, so the next day, the 800 steals a car. And he does what he did in the first movie, you know, takes apart the steering column to start the car, which I guess would work if you're strong enough, but yeah, I don't break the starter, I guess. And so John pulls down the visor and is like, there's keys. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are which we learning yet? No one keeps the keys there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even when my dad put, kept his keys in the car, they were on the floor. They don't keep them in the visor. They weren't in the visor. <laughs> but it, That's in, a movie thing. That's yeah. a total movie yeah. trope. And I guess they do that so people don't put their keys there. In a movie, they need to have the keys somewhere. Put it in the visor where no one keeps their keys. Yeah. It's an easy. In rental thing. cars, they put them in what? The glove box, right? No, they leave them in the center console. Like mm-hmm. when we rented a car the last time, yeah, first right. of all, it was a rental car place. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> and they were just in the middle there. Um, so then uh, blah, 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 Sarah Ste- tells the 800 to keep it under 65. They don't want to get pulled over. Affirmative. John's like, no, no, no. You got to listen to the way people talk. You don't go say affirmative or some shit like that. You say no problemo. <laughs> don't say that either. <laughs> no one says that shit either. You say, all right. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You say things like later, dickwad, or chill out. Or you could do combinations. Chill out, dickwad. You go, see, that's great. You're getting it. No problemo. If you really want to shine them on, you say hasta, hasta la vista, vista baby. baby. And it's like, no one talks like that. <laughs> No one talked like that in the 90s. <laughs> These were not slang yeah. terms in the 90s. But or the 80s. <laughs> but I guess if... Sure. And we're um, after this. Uh, but, but, so then we have another cutscene where they pull up to a gas station. 
and John teaches the 800 how to smile. Because the 800 doesn't know how to smile. He's like, look over at that guy. Do that. And he tries to smile. And I can see why this was cut because it's fucking ridiculous. That's creepy. Cut to Sarah who's looking all depressed eating a cheeseburger. I guess it wasn't a very good cheeseburger. She might have wanted McDonald's. She doesn't want fries So John and the 800 see two kids playing. And they're playing with guns. And John asks, we're not going to make it. People, I mean. And the 800 tells him. Well, it's in your nature to destroy yourselves. So, no, probably not. He's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So Sarah uh, asks 800, how does Skynet get built? So they take off driving now. Sarah wants to know how Skynet gets built. He goes, I want to learn everything. Tell me how to... And he's like... I have detailed Cause, files. Because <laughs> she's been blowing up random computer factories. And she's like, wait a minute, this guy knows. Yeah. <laughs> we can fix. We can fix this. And we learned that um, on August 29, 1997, AI becomes self-aware after, you know, Cyberdyne Systems uh, builds Skynet. Skynet can takes, takes control of the entire fucking military, and everybody's happy to have it done because they as they create the- AI, it makes everything flawless. Nothing ever goes wrong now that the AI is in control. But then AI realizes, wait a minute, we could be the man. Um, so Judgment Day, and she's like, well, I want to know who who's responsible and he's like the man most directly responsible is miles dyson he created the ai and she's like well i want to learn everything about him what he looks like where he lives everything so we cut to dyson at home um where he's working and his wife comes in tell him it's sunday they're supposed to go to uh, magic mountain or whatever what was the name of it raging river raging river raging and, water and on his desk he's got a like a Large scale model of the little CPU, so he's the one that you just saw inside the brain. Yeah. Figuring so it out. He's definitely he's close the, to creating the, the chip. Um, and the wife says, "Hey, look, um, you have the wife and family, but you're really obsessed with this. You really gotta take Spend care of us. us Spend too. time with your family. You're, you're obsessed with this machine." So then they go to Raging Waters. Eight hundred pulls up, and Sarah gets a. Uh, into like a, I don't know what you call it. It's not really like a house. It's like a compound. They pull into like a compound. Yeah. yeah. And Sarah's like, all right, hang out here. And she's looking for Enrique. And they're speaking Spanish. And just then Enrique pulls a shotgun out. And the 800 hops out of the car and points a shotgun at Enrique. And Enrique is like, just Whoa. kidding. <laughs> He's like, you're pretty jumpy, Connor. And she's like, yep, you're almost got killed, yeah. fucker. <laughs> And they hug it out a bit, and they're all like, hey, it's real familiar. So Enrique's wife comes out, and he's like, hey, Big John. He's like, what's up? And then the 800 says, no problemo. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Who's that? That's Uncle Bob. (laughs) He's like, Uncle Bob. Okay. So Enrique Enrique offers him tequila, and he looks at it, and then she grabs a bottle real quick. You don't want to tell Enrique this is a killing bot, because that would be weird. So then Sarah's like, hey, I'm here for all my stuff. And I need one of your trucks. And she, he goes, I'm out the feelings out of my fucking teeth. And she's like, now. Yeah. And then he looks over at Uncle Bob. It's like, okay. Yeah. And he puts, she puts John and the 800 on weapons detail. She must be fucking rich. <laughs> because, oh my God, they pull their underground bunker. Yeah. And it's got a minigun from a Predator in yeah. it. All it's got a grenade weapons. launcher and a whole shitload of other weapons. Ammo. Where did they get the money for all this? Notes. One more thing we've learned from our good movie Harley Davidson and the Marble Man is that weapons and ammo are expensive. Mm-hmm. So John 800 packing up the guns. And so now we, we, we learn that the 800 is never afraid because John's asking, hey, you ever afraid? He's like, no, no. I, don't, I don't even know what the fuck that is. 
and he's, he's like, uh, how, he's like, look, I follow my mission, and nothing else matters. Yeah, that, I, that, how long do you live? He's like, I live for 120 years, or you know, and he's like, do you get scared of death? Well, he's like, no, I just do my mission. That's it. Afterwards, it doesn't matter. So as they're packing up the guns, um, the 800 picks up the the gun from Predator, yeah. and it immediately turns him into a sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, so he's like, welcome back to the podcast. Yep. <laughs> Um, so now the 800 wants to know, Hey, why, why do you cry? And he's like, you know, it, you know, you cry when it hurts and he goes, pain causes it. And he's like, no, there's nothing wrong with you, but you're just, you know, you hurt. And he's like, he's like, you understand? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) And he starts the car and he goes, all right, my man, no problemo. And he goes, give me five. What? He goes, put your hand out like this. And he smacks it and he goes, all right, now you do me, you do me, give me five. And he hits him and he goes, that's good. Holy shit, that hurt. So evidently the 800 hit him kind of hard. So now they're doing... with the robot. So now they do the up five, down low, too too slow, slow. and the machine gives him a dirty look. Pissed. (laughs) He's like, if you weren't John Connor, I'd throw you across the world. Yeah, I'd do that if you've seen that. I'd break my record for launching a motherfucker with you. So Sarah watches this and realizes that of all the would-be fathers that came and gone throughout the years, this machine, this Terminator... Is by far the best. Would never yell at him, get drunk, beat him, but always do whatever took to take care of him. In an insane world, it's the sanest choice. All right, so now all the boys load up the truck, and Sarah is all fucking off by herself. So they're doing, you know, load up the truck and ready to go. She takes a nap. Yeah. She's carving no fate into a table and takes a nap. To be fair, she's had a big day. She, she, yeah, she, well. And who knows what fucking medicine's still pumping through. But we don't know how far away the 1,000 is from them. That's true. You might get your shit and let's get going. It's true. Also true. All right. So, Sarah falls asleep and she looks like Sarah from the first movie. She's wearing the same mm-hmm. waitress outfit that she was a waitress in the first movie. And looks like she's playing with baby John. In the playground. But on the playground that we saw earlier. And now it's Judgment Day again. Boom! Mm-hmm. The atomic bomb goes off. Everybody burns up and becomes ashes and blown away, except for uh, real Sarah, who's now st- holding onto the fence and all of her skin falls off. Yeah. It's just a skeleton holding onto a chain link fence. I don't think that's what would happen. It's pretty amazing. It's, it's amazing. Special um, effects, Stan Winston. So then she wakes up and takes her Rambo knife and stabs into the table. And John sees his mom and goes, Mom, where are you going? Mom, Mom, and drives away. John finds the knife in the table and it says no fate and tells the 800 it's a message that I told my father to tell her. It, this is very mm-hmm. mess. like a fourth wall break inside of a fourth <laughs> wall break. It's like 16 wall breaks. Um, so then she re- he realizes, oh shit, she's going to kill Miles Dyson. And she's like, come on, we got to go save her. And now Sarah has become a Terminator. So you see her, she's not blinking, she's in a car, she's just driving to go do what she's got to do. And the T-800's like, that might actually work. Yeah. <laughs> Killing Dyson might like, actually work. Maybe we them. just let her do it. And he's like, I don't care. Killing people is wrong. And he's like, yeah, but the whole thing can be over if you yeah. take him out. <laughs> um, so we cut to Sarah, who's about who's at the house, and she's got her sniper rifle, and she's about to snipe this motherfucker. Mm. Just then we see the Miles' son playing with a truck, and just as he's about to get shot in the back of the head, gets hit with a, a toy car and moves, Boom. Shoots his computer. Just which, misses him. Just misses him. That timing is what we call amazing. <laughs> Fortuitous. So, so now, 
that's a wonderful quarterback in Tombstone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It means lucky. Yeah, I know what Johnny it means. Johnny Ringo. Mm-hmm. Looks like somebody walked over your grave. Mm. Johnny Ringo. So now, if she's shooting for shit, she wouldn't get a whiff. Because she emptied, I don't know, the entire magazine and didn't shoot anything but his computers. But in hindsight, that might have been what she was aiming for. I think it was. Because <laughs> she it was saw the kid and freaked out and she was so fucking pissed off. She was like, I gotta shoot something. <laughs> I, know, I think she'd kill him. I, th- I do think she would shoot the computers eventually, but she wants this, she's trying to kill this motherfucker. So she comes out and she busts in and shoots Dyson in the back. Ooh. And she's yelling, no one move, no one move. All right. And she's scanning. She's doing a real good job of seeing what the fuck's going on. And it's about to kill this motherfucker. And she's like, you motherfucker, it's all your fault. I'm not going to let you do it. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. But her, his son jumps in and is like, don't kill my daddy. Don't kill my daddy. And that snaps her out of it. Where's yeah. his other kid? Sleeping. Sleeping. The mom said, I told you to go to bed like your sister. That would wake now, me up. Now, all yeah. those gunshots gun gun keeps... would wake you up. She was using a suppressor. Oh, oh that's right. She was. But, but the still... handgun would definitely be a loud yeah. pop inside of your house. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the screaming. There was broken glass. There was yelling. There was screaming. I might wake up. And she was about to kill him until until the son said, don't hurt my daddy. This snapped her out of it. This is a person just like everybody else. She just has a lot of PTSD. Mm -hmm. So then she emotionally breaks down because, well, she's got a lot going on. She thought she was just coming to kill some asshole scientist. Right. But But this is a a real living, breathing person with a family. And just then the 800 and John show up. And I like how John gets there before him and tries to open the door and it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. So then he, so the 800 walks over and walks right through the door like yeah. it was open. <laughs> he just opens the door, literally. Well, people who live in glass houses. And that's true. Shouldn't have Terminators come over. <laughs> Should, yeah, don't invite the Terminators over. It's bad for you. So then John goes to tend to his mother and tells the 800 to check on them. And he looks and he's like, yeah, put pressure here. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll live. Miles is very detailed <laughs> files on the human anatomy. Yeah. So you can kill him easier. Yeah. Exactly. Miles is very confused and is like, who are you people? John pulls out a knife and says, show him. <laughs> and then takes the kid. Takes to Danny room. to his room. He's like, hey, want to show me your room? <laughs> sure. So the 800 carves off the skin of his hand. He didn't need to peel his whole arm off, yeah. by the way. He could have just... I mean, just a square. I mean, he he does it by yeah. He could just he could have spared a square. Maybe one finger. But no, the middle one that would have been funny. He goes just below the elbow, all the way around, and rips off all Mm. the skin and meat like it's a goddamn glove. Now the 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 thing with me on this is the meta reason is because he's seen a Terminator hand, right? But he doesn't know he's seen a Terminator hand. I don't think. No, there would be no way he would know that. But I mean, it it works because he's seen one. Maybe Miles. It's part of you know. Skynet lore yeah. is that he's, he's, he had this hand and that's what motivated him to create like it. it works, but I mean, yeah. he could have easily just cut he's his seen leg the metal off. hand. But the meta version he's seen is the CPU. That it's, but it's the other hand. Yeah. Like the one they have is the left hand. This is a right hand. So mm-hmm. it's like, this is the complete set now. This is what Gotta that catch thing. Them all. Well, I mean, he said the one guy at work said, Do you know where it came from? And he's like, They told me not to ask. Well, now he's looking at a thing. This is where it came yeah. from. And so he goes, Listen to me very carefully. And, and the actor does a really good job because you can see on his face he's like holy <laughs> shit that's real yeah <laughs> listen to me very carefully uh, so then we I cut would need to a minute to process before i mean i was shot in the back i've seen the terminators the, are real there's i know where that, that arm know, came from now. Invasion. Yeah. i'm very freaked out could you i mean can i get a cup of coffee so a then, tea a hot tea i need a beverage <laughs> 
So there's, and to change my pants. They're sitting at the table, and we hear a voiceover where Sarah says, "It's not every day you find out you're the responsible. You're responsible for it's like eight, eight billion, billion deaths. deaths." He took it pretty well, and it cuts to Miles going, I "Feel like I'm gonna throw up," <laughs> which I would too if I found out that I killed That's everybody. A lot of people. <laughs> if I was directly responsible for killing every human being on the planet, would pretty fuck up my day. It's a tough one. So then. Dyson asks, well, how was I supposed to know? And she gets all judgy on him. Is like, men like you built a hydrogen bomb. What men like you thought man? it up. You created this because you're trying to be all great. And John's like, mom, could you... Can we be constructive? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're trying to stop Judgment Day. And Miles' wife, who I don't know her name. I don't think they ever even give her a name. But says, aren't we doing that right now? Isn't he that what we're doing? He called her by something. I'm sure she he did. I just, I'm sorry, I just don't know her name. Also, she's familiar. She yes. is for me. She's been in a lot of things. It's like, isn't, aren't we doing that now? We're changing Judgment Day. And Miles is like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to finish this project. I mean, I'm quitting tomorrow. And they're but like, yeah, that's not enough. We've got to get rid of like, all of your work. Stop your other work. Somebody We've got to get rid of everything. And he's like, okay, well, when do you want to do that? So he stands up. Now's good. <laughs> he's like, oh, because, all right. Yeah. I mean, I, I could get my shoulder looked at. It is possible I could die. I always just assume because the 800 has detailed files on that and I he was so able too. to fix it up. I thought so too. I wouldn't have minded a, a second while he's stitching them up while they're talking. Because he fixed Sarah. Yeah. So we knew there's precedence for him fixing people. I'm sure he just was yeah. like, okay, we'll do this, that, and a third, and you're good to go. Oh, she was on Law and Order for forever. That's oh, why she's that's why she's familiar. But her name is Teresa Dyson in the movie, and her actual name is... Well, her name she goes by is Stage name. Ep- Epitha Merkerson. E P A T H A. All right. Epitha. Let's take ten that's minutes while Lane tries to figure this I out. I wonder if that's a family name. <laughs> so this is important. This is this is good. So um, Miles asks, "Hey, do you know about the chip?" You're like, "What chip? The CPU from the first Terminator." Sarah goes, "I fucking knew it." <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> Motherfuckers! It's like it was. It was radically advanced stuff. She's like, I knew those motherfuckers were. All right. Um, So they destroy all the work at Miles' house, and they cut. They go to Cyberdyne. So we cut to Cyberdyne, and the guard is there. And so Sarah and the eight hundred and John and Miles walk in, and they're like, "Hey!" And it's like, "Mr. Dyson, you know you can't just bring people around here." And so then Sarah and 800 pull guns, and he's like, no, no, we're coming in. So he goes to reach for the alarm, and Sarah goes, don't fucking do it. Mm. And John looks all fucking evil with duct tape. Like, it's really creepy the way he just, like, like shows him, I'm going to duct tape you now. Well, it's hard to, as a child, portray a serious military commander. (laughs) Truth. He's still a child. Yeah, you're right. Uh, So we cut to another guard walking out going, Gibbons... Gibbons, come on, man. You can't leave the desk like that. Knows exactly where he is. He's in the bathroom. But he didn't know that he was duct taped to a urinal. That's not where I would have put him because it's easy to find. Yeah. Yeah. Too easy. All right. So the gang, they're all going for the second key because Miles is explaining you need two keys to get the chip and the arm out of the safe. Or the, yeah, the vault. Um, just then the second guard hits the alarm, the silent alarm and the silent alarm has been triggered and Miles goes to get the key, but he's like, Hey, this, my access card should work here. What the hell? And then he figures out, well, the alarm has been triggered and John's like, I got this. You guys go get to work on the other stuff. I'll get this key out. And he pulls out his little hacking machine. 
Um, they try to it's act like the kid in Jurassic Park yeah. who knows Unix. It's a Unix system. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, why not? Sure, You know what? I know Unix. Well, I used to know Unix. I might a little bit, but I couldn't rehack fucking Jurassic Park. Well, and it does it doesn't look like that with the fucking no, it <laughs> the fucking three D graphs of the no. buildings and stuff. I was a system administrator for Unix for years. <laughs> I don't know how to do Jurassic Park. Anyway, all right. So they try to access the lab because Ma's like, "Well, we should be able to get in here," and he's like, "Ah, oh, I can't get in. It's locked." So the T eight hundred has gotten his grenade launcher. He says, he says, oh, my card won't work, or my code doesn't work. And the T-800 goes, let me try mine. <laughs> and Sarah Bump. sees this and goes, uh, John, fire in the hole. Cover your ears. Bump. And wouldn't you know, his key works. It did. Because they put a giant fucking hole. It does work. All right, so um, so they get to work. Just then the 1000 shows up because it's uh, at Miles' house. And sees all the perp the, the purpose burning. The papers burn I've been talking for a while, I'm getting tired. Mm. All the papers burning. Uh and they hear that Sarah Connor is at Cyberdyne. Shit. He actually says shit? Top stops and says shit. Mm -hmm. I bet he likes GoBots. I bet he is a GoBot. <laughs> <laughs> Your mama was a GoBot. Oh snap. I think that's an insult to, to one of the Terminators. Be like, hey, man, your mom was a go-bot. Man, fuck you. She was a Transformer. Damn. Mm. All right, anyway. So we cut to um, uh, the destroy scene where Miles, you, um, they're destroying everything. Yeah. And so the 800 has a giant axe. And he's just smashing shit. So Miles sees the giant 3D print of the chip. And he goes, hey, can I borrow that axe for a second? And destroys the chip. Because, well, he's upset that his creation was going to end humanity. Good on you. Working on this worked for a long, long time. time. And it, it, it was his life's work to kill humanity, and he was like, hmm. All right, so all the police show up, and by the, all of them I say, all of them, it seems like overkill to me. Yeah. I hope the body gets robbed on the other side of town. <laughs> yeah, it makes me wonder if Cyberdyne didn't have, like, obviously it had military ties to somebody. Somebody called somebody about this, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, this isn't a normal response. <laughs> seemed like a lot for... Three people. Three people. One yeah. being a child. Yeah. You know? All right, so just then John is able to hack the lock. Hello, this is your first podcast. Put your song, the phone on silent. All right, so John is able to hack the lock and gets the key out of the vault. Just then he sees the cops have shown up. And Jesus Christ, woman, put it on fucking vibrate. <laughs> just turn it down. No, you didn't. Clearly. Uh, so John goes and warns him about the cops. Um, the 800 says um, he'll take care of the police. And John says, hey, you swore. And he looks back and goes, trust me. <laughs> I got this. And he grabs the minigun. So the 800 walks up, kicks a desk out of a window. This is, this is like a hurricane glass. And he just puts yeah. a fucking desk through it. Yeah. So now <laughs> he goes to town. And he's shooting. He's oh, my God, fortune. he's got a minigun. <laughs> <coughs> Which is what you say when you see one of those and yeah. you hide. <laughs> Which... Get behind engine blocks is my best advice because there's really nothing else you could do. Because holy <coughs> shit, he starts shooting. He's blowing everything up. People are running. They don't know they're in no danger. But yeah. <coughs> so this is an epic scene. I love it. Um, so after that, he scans. 0, 0.0 casualties. He doesn't say anything about injuries. No. He oh. never said not to injure anybody. He said not to have any She's casualties. Saying. There had to be some ricochets. But just then... In, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but in, far off was the Marble Man. He tipped his hat. was like, good shoot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
All right. He's, and then he said T-1000 is a shitbird. So, mm. All right. So uh, John and Miles get the chip out. And so Miles is trying to explain to him how do you slide the arm out where you don't damage it. And John just fucking pushes it on the floor. Yeah. And grabs it. And then like, grabs. I don't care. We're here. Yeah, we're blowing damage. this little shit up. And then he took the chip out of his hand. And he looks at him and goes, we got Skynet by the balls now, don't we? I always hated that line. Like, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a little it's corny. A kid line. It's a, it's kid a little line. kid. I'm like, okay. It is that. a little corny, though. Um, so SWAT enters the building. I wouldn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> they you don't know. You, know. you know. <laughs> they put the chip in the arm in the backpack. Yeah. Uh, no, John puts the chip in his shirt pocket and no. puts the arm in the backpack. And as they're leaving, SWAT starts shooting gas at him. And everybody's trapped. So the 800 um, sees that Sarah is trapped in another room. And John's like, we got to get her. And he's like, sure. Goes through a wall. <laughs> grabs her and, like, tosses her. If you notice, she spins. Yeah. <laughs> he says, wait here. I'll be back. <gasps> no, nothing. You don't know. Whatever. All right. Anyway. So now... <laughs> Um. Mm-hmm. So SWAT uh, breaks into the lab where Miles came in, and during all this, Miles had gotten shot, and he's dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he looked over at Sarah and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna blow everything up," because they rigged it to blow. And so now he has a piece of his model that he just destroyed. And SWAT comes in and they're pointing guns at him, and he's like, "I don't know how much longer I can hold this." And they're all like, "Shit!" They actually do say they, shit. They actually stop saying shit. <laughs> and then they run. And that SWAT guy is also only the weapon. Oh, yeah. But well, he's been a lot of things. All right. Um, Miles dies, and it explodes. He explodes Cyberdyne. Mm-hmm. So the, the T-1000 now shows up, and the 800's in the lobby. Um, and so the SWAT starts shooting up the 800, and it's real, you know, the, enough bullets to where his skin's falling off. And he takes the um, the gas gun that they had shot at them and starts shooting all the SWAT guys. But now he can shoot them in the chest because they're wearing vests and yeah. it knocks them down and he starts shooting them all in the leg. They'll live. I don't want to be shot with that in the leg. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be shot at all. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. No. From what I understand, it hurts. And then so there's tear gas everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then he walks up to the last guy and he's like, hold this. And, he, and the guy <laughs> holds it and he takes his gas mask from him. Uh, so he grabs a SWAT van, but now he remembers where the keys are, and he checks the visor and starts the van, and drives the fucking van into <laughs> Cyberdyne, and gets John and Sarah, and they drive The first on. time they did that shot, the floor was too slippery, and the van landed in the wrong space. Ooh, that could have been dangerous. <laughs> I bet a lot of people said shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you like, go by the strap. Yeah, yeah. No, sure. All right, anyway. Um, so now the T-1000 is there, and he hijacks a helicopter. That is not a go-bot. That's a Decepticon. So, Let's be real. Yeah, he drives, a, he drives a motorcycle up a staircase, which is amazing. But why would Off he the go... building, grabs the railing the helicopter, of the helicopter. Of the helicopter, go, headbutts the windshield, <laughs> and then does the booger maneuver, where he looks like a booger, gets into, the, gets into the helicopter, becomes like Silver Surfer with a helmet, looks at him and says, get out. And the guy's like, yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm out. Jumps up four stories. But it's like, I fuck that. You don't have an option. No. You're dead either I way. never understood. I'm going to go with the broken legs. Yeah. But I never understood why they had him drive the motorcycle up the stairs. It looks cool. So yeah. we could do this. Yeah, it's it's for this scene here. So we could drive off with a, hel- with a motorcycle and yeah. it looks cool. Because if he would have run his, his Terminator run and jumped and caught it, I would have believed it. Just as much as him driving yeah. a motorcycle. But it looks cool. looks cooler with the motorcycle, yeah. I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So where are we now? 
So the T-1000's in the helicopter, and Sarah puts some bulletproof vests in, in the window and has a gunfight with a helicopter. Yeah. And the helicopter's flying under overpasses and shit. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. During all this, so at one point, the 800's driving, he slams on the brakes, and the helicopter crashes into the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and this kill... Um, and the truck check... So then the 800 drives away... Mm-hmm. And the truck stops to check on the helicopter. The helicopter. <laughs> He's like, hey, are you okay? And kills the guy instantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the van crashes as well, and John helps Sarah out of the van, and the 800 sees another semi-truck coming for them, and he's like, shit. So there's a little old man in this piece of shit truck, and he's like, are you guys okay? And you see the 800 has now half a face. Yeah. And this scares him, and he runs away. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, what you would. And they're like, we need to take, we need to borrow your truck. And he's like, yeah, whatever you want to do. <laughs> so it's now they like get a, in. It's like an old beat up pickup truck. Yeah. And so they're driving, and this truck tops out at a mile of sixty miles per hour. And John says, I can get out and run faster than this. <laughs> I would have said, go ahead and try. Yeah. It moves. What, what movie is that from? It's going the the speed of smell. It's something from something. God, I can't remember. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> All right, so now the oh no, it's a Ron White bit. Oh yeah, he's traveling at the speed of smell. It was a, a helicopter, a plane. Yeah, we're in a chewing, we're in a pack of chewing gum wings on it, traveling at the speed of smell. Yeah. All right, so the eight hundred hops out and says, "Hey, drive for a while," <laughs> and yeah. starts shooting at the. He grabs a machine gun, jumps in the window of the semi truck, and shoots the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and John is not a very good driver because they crash right away. Yes. And the truck crashes. He's 10. And luckily, this guy, the, the 1,000 stole liquid nitrogen truck. See him all the time. So as they're crashing this time, the 800 gets thrown off, so we're good there. But the 1,000 falls into the all of the liquid nitrogen. Ah. Now, the 1,000 gets stuck. He starts to freeze. He starts to freeze. So his leg breaks off, and then his hand falls down, and his arm breaks off, and he looks at it, and he goes, oh. He's all and kinds of fucked up and frozen. So now, I don't know if you notice this, but the 800 comes up with his handgun, and he has one shot. And he shoot. He says, what does he say? Hasta la vista, baby. And boom! He shatters nice. the 1,000. And it's cool. And it's cool. And then he needs to reload that weapon. Yeah. Um, so, hasta la vista translates to see you soon. Yeah. Which he does. So, this is... Um, <laughs> because they're in a foundry. Right. A steel factory. Mm-hmm. And there's hot, molten steel all over the goddamn place. So, hasta la vista was is see you soon, so they knew that he wasn't dead. Mm. Either that or they just yes. did it. But in my version of it, he said, <laughs> hey, I'll see you soon. And because he knew was gonna, that wasn't enough to kill him. Well, he does, like, it does, like... It starts to starts melt. melt. But he does see that. He's yeah. like... Uh, we gotta go. We gotta go. Cause the they've spilled hot steel too, which comes towards him. Yeah. <laughs> and guess which what? Him back out. And now he melts. So now um, the Silver Surfer starts to show up, and they haul ass. Yeah. But now we see in this version, we see that the T one thousand is starting to glitch. Yeah. We don't see that in the theatrical version, up. though. You see one part. You see because um, the little the little stream runs through him that one right. time. But and not like no, this though. But and there's no explanation for it. It's yeah. just there. But in this version that we're doing, we see that he's glitching. So he touches a hand railing, and he becomes the hand railing. Yeah, he starts to imprint that, and he's like, oh, shit. 
and his feet are turning into the floor because yeah. the floor is Breaking. metal. Mm-hmm. And we see that he's glitching. He's starting to glitch pretty hard. And it's like, oh, okay, well, they, at least they're causing fucking damage. Yeah. So the 800 tries to find a way out, but realizes the only way out is he's got to s- sacrifice himself for the other two to live. Yeah. So he decides to go hunt for the T-1000, which never seems like a good idea. <laughs> so he, he does run into the 1000, and it kicks the shit out of him. At one point, um, he puts him into the the press, and he gets his arm crushed. So now there is another Terminator arm out there. You're right, Elaine. Just saying. But that's not enough to build he's an entire technology a, on. But he's always leaving an arm behind. <laughs> well, he's never leaving an arm behind. That's because he's always got to lend a hand. Oh. Lend a hand. You got it? Okay. Talk to okay. the hand. Talk to... That's the next movie. All right. So, uh, John and Sarah go up because, you know, if something's chasing you, let's just keep going up. When there's, sure. when there's a giant murder bot coming for you. So they always do in movies. They keep going up. Let's go so hide in that room with all the chicken sauce. Let's let's go get trapped on the roof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So um, John puts uh, Sarah puts John on like a conveyor belt and he's gone because Sarah sees the T one thousand approaching, and she she tries to hold him off, but he puts the finger through her shoulder. He's like, "Call the John." She's like, "No, call the John now. I know this hurts." And she goes. Fuck you. Mm. See, fuck balls of steel, this Sarah Connor. Mm. Sarah Connor from the first movie would have wilted. Yeah. He doesn't need her to do it, though. So she And she's ready to go. She's like, bring it, motherfucker. And he's about to kill her. And just then, the T-1-800 had ripped off his own arm with a steel rod and hits him. Cuts him in half. Cuts him dead in half. And the T-100, uh, I mean, T-1000 looks at him and kicks him. Knocks him over and then pulls the steel ball right out of his side and he's whole again. Like, wow, well, shit. Yeah. So now he's like, all right, I have one arm. I'm su- inferior to him in every way. Yep. Fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't stop, though. Right. This is his only purpose. Yeah. So he will keep coming. If he's got no legs, he's going to keep coming. Just like the first Terminator, yeah. when it got his legs cut off, he was still just always coming for Sarah. Can't bargain with him. Can't reason with him. Nope. So the. Um, the T-1000 beats the shit out of the 800, and this time it impales him through his power cell. And he powers down. We see the system shut down, and his eyes go dark. So we cut to Sarah, who's loading her shotgun. John is on the run. Um, he's on the move going somewhere. He's going nowhere. <laughs> he's going nowhere, but he's making great time. Yeah. Just then, the 800's alternate power cell kicks on, and he's online. And he sees his grenade launcher that he was reaching for while he was getting his ass kicked, but he can't move because he's impaled. So he pulls this fucking metal rod out of his chest, and then he gets his, his gun. And now we hear Sarah calling for shot. John. John? John? And John sees his mother, and he's like, oh, hey. But just then, behind him, behind her, we see another Sarah. And John looks down, and we see that the T-1000's legs are again melting into the floor because he's glitching. Now... I'd have to see this again, surprisingly. But do you think he was saying call to John? Because he doesn't know what she sounds like. She's never said anything to him. And then when she goes, fuck you, he goes, ah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he needs to I think hear so. Because I don't think he's, she ever said anything to him. No. So, and he needed, so she he screwed herself by saying it. Yeah. Um, but now he sees the, the glitch. So then she go, he yells, shoot, and jumps out of the way. And she starts cracking off rounds at the 1,000. Knocking him down Bloom. toward the molten steel. Bloom. And she's about to blow him into the molten steel, but click. click. So she does it again. Click. Click. No. That's the loudest click she's ever heard in her life. Like, <laughs> motherfucker. And you can see, and 
Okay, the T-1000 is also a learning computer because he's like, I got you, bitch. <laughs> he gives her the finger bitch. whack. <laughs> Does he actually say bitch? bitch. He looks in the windows it. of the soul. I heard her. He says, like, bitch. <laughs> but just then, he, like, she's like, oh, we're dead. He's going to win. But just then you see the T-800 coming up on a conveyor belt because he can't walk anymore. He's beat the shit. Yeah. He's got one grenade left, shoots him in the chest, and you see the T-1000 go, uh-oh, boom! And it explodes his head upside down. Yeah. And he puts him off balance enough to throw him into the molten. The weebles wobbled. And mm-hmm. they fell down. They did fall down. And so that we see all the versions of the people that the T-1000 has copied, because now he's glitching hard because he's melting. Yeah. And he melts away. I'm melting, I'm melting. <clears throat> Sounds just like that. Yeah, just exactly mm-hmm. like that. So now the T-800 says, I need a vacation. See, he's learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go and they throw the OG arm into the... Yeah, because he's like, is that... Will this melt this? Melt this? And he's like, yeah, throw it in. So they throw that in. He pulls the chip out of his pocket and he says, throw the chip in. And he looks at it for a little bit too long for my taste. Like, he should have launched that motherfucker. But he does put the chip in there. He says, and it's over. Sarah says, it's over. And he's like, nope, there's one more chip and it must also be destroyed. He points to his head. Mm-hmm. And he says, I cannot self-terminate and tell Sarah she's going to have to do it. John tries to order him not to uh, self-terminate, but he's like, sorry. Gotta so go. it looks like this is um, this is you know, OG programming. This is in the kernel. You can't overwrite this. Yeah. Um, 800 tells him, I know now why you cry as he wipes a tear away. And he says, but there's something I can never do. Mm. Um, Sarah shakes his hand. And then lowers him into the molten steel. And kills her son's second dad. Mm-hmm. He gives the big thumbs up. Yeah, he gives a thumbs up as he melts. Um, voiceover by Sarah. She doesn't know what the future is, but if uh, maybe if a machine can learn the value of human life, maybe we can too. Aww. Probably not, because we're not as smart as machines. <laughs> <laughs> Movie. What'd you think... Not you. <laughs> You're going last. Fine. Fine. I like this dumb movie anyway. Robots. <laughs> no, go ahead, Tony. You go first. Oh, all right. Uh, favorite character is the T-800. My least favorite character is Dr. Silberman. He was a creep, and his crew were creepers. My favorite line is hard. There's a lot of good lines, but I know. I'll go with, come with me if you want to live. Ah, you asshole. <laughs> my favorite scene is the uh, motorcycle chase in the I don't know what those things are called in California the ditches what is that the I don't know, reservoir the reservoir yeah, yeah. yeah. I love aqueduct that. aqueduct thank I you I love the motorcycle chase Arnold rolls in fucking shoots the lock off the gate rides to the gate all that shit it's just great up until Arnold yanks him off the bike <laughs> and blows Arnold up yanks him off T-1000 pulls him off he pulled it on your bike <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my favorite ter- tertiary object, when he's playing Afterburner, in the background, is Rampage. And I like Rampage. <laughs> it's a cool last video game. Um, and I guess I'll... Uh, I don't know. That's not the highest of yeas you're lying. <laughs> it's yeah, one of my favorite movies. So, yeah. You definitely... Yeah. It's up there with Skyfall, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite movies You haven't watched that in a while. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I need to. 
Like since we did it on the podcast, I don't think. No, I've watched it since. I've watched then. it. Since oh, I bought the I bought the script too when I was reading the script. Still haven't seen the new one. No time to die. Yeah, I, mean, I just I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything good about it. I need to watch. We'll it watch it eventually. Yeah. Does that Carly? All right, my favorite character also the eight hundred. I just wrote Arnold. You can call him Uncle Bob. Mm-hmm. Uncle Bob is the only actual name they got. <laughs> and my least favorite character was the crew at. The, the men, mental Pescadale mental Not health. necessarily the doctor, but his crew. Okay. Those people who Douglas seem to him. enjoy fucking with yeah. the patients. The guy who licked the canonical woman? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My favorite scene is the final battle at the lava factory. The lava factory. <laughs> Where they make lava. That the, makes complete magma. sense. <laughs> Whatever. Magma. I, don't, I don't remember what that place it's is called. It's a steel mill. Magma. Yeah. <laughs> My, the final battle. <laughs> the lava battle. <laughs> My favorite line is, I don't know how much longer I can hold this. I just like the way he does oh, that line where he's like. Shot <gasps> <laughs> like his lungs out so he can barely breathe. Yeah. And I like the fact that he destroyed his creation with his creation. Yeah. It was a little model. Yeah. I just thought that was very well done. And my favorite ter- tertiary object I thought she was going to say teriyaki. <laughs> it's chicken. I had said Beef. in the biker bar in the beginning, there's this one biker with like pantene hair. And oh. I had picked the hair. He's the, but, the uh, um, Elaine told me to change it to the wang. I wanted to change it to the wang. So I wrote it down because D, I wasn't really tied to the hair. The D1000? The D1, <laughs> but she, she enjoyed the D1000. <laughs> Time tra- traveling oh, schlong. You don't man. see that every day. Yeah. You really don't. Yeah. So, and I'll also get this movie. It is uh, very good. Yeah. knives and stabbing weapons. It was, yeah, don't let that thing get you. <laughs> it's perfect every time. Uh, every time. It's j- always the right size. Get you there every time you need to go. Come with me if you want to come. Oh. <laughs> I mean, live. Oh. What? Be careful because you'll be coming and going at the same time. Whoa! That's D2. <laughs> mm-hmm. Judgment Day. Judgment Dick. <laughs> All right, Elaine, you're up. We're all five-year-olds. First, I'd like to say that um, Audra has recently watched or listened to our episode on 17 again because she sent me a text that says, Dude, I have to say my secondhand embarrassment is also worse as I get older. I have to leave the room a lot. We're watching Chuck, which I've seen before, and Ken has it, and I have to get up to go to the bathroom a lot out of embarrassment. LOL. And then I said, if you or Ken have anything you'd like to say about Terminator 2 Judgment Day, now would be the time. Also, Chuck is great. Then she says, let me ask him. Ken has very few thoughts about T2, and I don't have many either. But not because we don't like it. We both give it a yay, but we don't remember many specifics because it's been forever since we've seen it. Time Whoa. for a rewatch. Okay. Um, yeah. And I responded with, four shizzle. <laughs> right. So that's our check-in. With four the or faux? Uh, faux shizzle. There you go. Sorry, faux shizzle. There is no R. You can double check. I'm not mine. Yeah. Um... Uh, my favorite character is the Terminator, the T-800, Arnold. My least favorite character is Dr. Silberman. He's a douche canoe. Douche um, canoe. My favorite scene is the mall chase into the aqueduct. I like that whole sequence where he chases him out of the mall and then in the thing and then Arnold saves him and all that great. Uh, my favorite line is, come with me if you want to live. And my favorite tertiary object is that kid's mullet. <laughs> Tim's mullet? Tim's mullet. Tim's mullet. Um, this movie is good. It's great. If you haven't seen it recently, Audra. 
You need to watch it again because you, it's Ken. just fantastic. Um, and that's all I have to say. Grab your punch key and watch also, the movie. Um, I didn't. I had forgotten how violent this movie is. It's oh. really very violent, even though you need to people watch the first are, one again. Well, I know, when but he punches a hole through a guy's chest. But there's a Slider's lot of chest. Like the T one thousand is killing a lot of people, and that's brutal. And even though the T eight hundred isn't really killing people, he's still he's maybe very violent. <laughs> and I had kind of forgotten the amount of violence in this. It's he just very shoots violent. Shoots everybody in the leg. Will it? It's you want to like people. Think about like the lines and the comedy kind of thing and the callbacks, but really it's very dark, and I had forgotten that and like how um, cold Sarah Connor is as a character. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Watch it again, right. and then again after that. Well, the T one thousand is very slasher, like yeah. horror slasher, like enemy. He just fucking stabs everyone to death. Yeah. So yeah. my favorite character is Sarah Connor. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character. Is Douglas. Yes. That's the liquor. The liquor, yeah. Mm. The face liquor. My favorite scene is when they rescue the entire rescue scene from the mental institution Mm. Mm -hmm. where she's just whooping ass and about to stab as the syringe in, um, what's his name, Silverman's neck. And yeah, that whole thing. Help her. And then come with me if you want to live. Yeah. Yeah, Hits you with the good line. Um, My favorite line was going to be come with me if you want to live, but now I'm going to go with I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my favorite tertiary object is the afterburner game. <laughs> you don't say. Because <laughs> Interesting. I'm going to start doing research on how much it costs to get one. It's probably like thousands and thousands of it's dollars. Probably, I, I, because I, there's like three in existence. It's probably about four grand. Because yeah. <laughs> most, most games like that are around two grand, but with all that fucking yeah. apparatus and shit. And if that doesn't work anymore. Because, <laughs> um, might be. Well, we're going to make a millions. Right. Well, your new hobby could be restoring the game Afterburner. <laughs> it's probably not even a very good game anymore because it, was, it came out in the 80s. Yeah, it's not going to be. It's 8-bit. You can probably get it on your phone. and it's, I don't care. I want it. I want that okay. and Lethal Enforcers. <laughs> All right. Okay. You don't know about Lethal Enforcers, do you? No. Well, that's if you got a song, pull it up. That's for another day. Um... <laughs> I did. Happy sure. Oh my god. Happy two hundred. Oh my bad. But it's sixteen thousand dollars. Sixteen thousand dollars? Yeah, I don't even for a bad. version of it. Oh uh, yeah, but that's sixteen point six thousand. Yeah. Jesus crazy. All right. That's well, amazing. I'm not getting that for you for our anniversary. No. Sorry. No. Uh, on Facebook.com slash the under appreciated podcast. On Inst- or not, you, don't even not go to Instagram. No. Don't go to Twitter. Just email on the and go to the Facebook page. That's where you can That's, find us. Yep, do that. And uh, and tune in next week on the podcast for Tony's pick. My pick is it the beginning of your birthday month? Not quite. Or no, not I yet. get one. No, he gets one more birthday month before we get into uh, whatever random Tarantino movie I pick. So I picked. Uh, 2000, or 2017's Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. It's a Groundhog Day, yeah. but a horror version. Yeah. So. I believe I've seen this. So, much like um, Palm Springs, only scarier. Oh, the listener didn't yeah. get to ever hear Palm Springs. That was such a good one. Yes, but you should just go back and watch that movie because it's worth a watch. <laughs> I watched Groundhog Day. 
with the breakup of Harold Ramis and Bill Murray. Yeah. That's because Bill Murray's a douche comedian. That's what I hear. <laughs> Which, it's really funny because in some of these podcast groups I'm in and movie groups, they always want to. Sh- they're always calling out all these actors for being douche canoes, but they still love Bert or Bert, Bill Murray. And it's like, how come he gets a pass? Because you like his movies? Pretty much. There's all kinds of people that do stuff, and then they just let him go. Like Rob Lowe slept with an underage girl and recorded it. We don't talk about that though. Because <laughs> they really. Because like Rob Lowe. I think we did talk about that on our episode that we did about his movie though. Probably. Yeah. That creep ass movie. Creep ass kind of creepy. <laughs> movie. I couldn't decide a song. Uh, I had it down to two, so I did both. Movie so nice, you picked the song twice. That's right. It's just Terminator 2, so you need two outros. Okay. That might be one outro too many. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>